Can you be quiet, please? Thank you. Welcome to Pirate Radio Live. How's everybody doing? East Carolina girls are the best in the world. Booty, 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 booty everywhere. Clip. Hey, man, good to see you, brother. You got to give me a sack, Chandler. Give me a sack. Sack! Yes. (laughs) How about those friggin' pirates? It's me, a Nancy Garcia. Y'all are intimidating guys. You're saying y'all are famous. Y'all are celebrity type guys, and that's intimidating. Now, live from the Pirate Radio Studios in the heart of the Pirate Nation, here is your host, Clip Brock. All right, welcome in to a Wednesday edition of Pirate Radio Live. Clip Brock here inside the Pirate Radio Studios, coming to you on Pirate Radio 92.7 FM in Grainvale, 104.1 in Washington. You can find us on 1250, 930 online, PR9. 27fm.com and watch the show on Facebook Live and YouTube. What is on your mind here on a Wednesday? We will talk a lot of different things. We'll talk ECU baseball past and uh, and present because the big rig Gavin Williams will join us on the show today coming up at 4 o'clock. We'll talk about his uh, great start to his MLB career with the Cleveland Guardians this year. So looking forward to catching up with Gavin. Also in hour number two, we'll talk to some current Pirate pitchers, Jake Hunter and Wyatt Lunsford-Shankman. They'll join me inside the Pirate Radio studios to talk about what they've been up to this offseason and uh, if they've been throwing it all in these scrimmages and when they'll get their arms going purple gold world series coming up next weekend at clark leclerc stadium so we got gavin we got jake hunter wildlands for shankman also some football talk on the way with ken wadlington and patrick mason ken wadlington will join us in about 20 minutes or so p mace coming up in hour number two on into hour number three and then i'll be off to the ecu football press conferences and chan man will take over and he's got a fresh sheet of mike houston audio to get to here on this wednesday uh let us know uh i don't know man (laughs) give us your thoughts on pirate football if you care to uh nba started last night the hornets start tonight we'll get to that in a moment uh and as we open up the fleet feet rundown I guess Chandler. Uh, oh, let me introduce Wes Hines back. The main event. Hello, Wes. Hello, Clipper. What's going on? Good to see you again, my friend. Good to see you. And Sean is here. What's up, Sean? Hey, Clipper. How you doing, man? I'm doing good. Intern Delaney, uh, learning the ropes in Studio B, as uh, Chandler walking her through all the intricate processes that make the show here at Pirate Radio. Um, <laughs> Mike P's happy today. You know why, Chandler? Why's that? Because he did not have to scroll down to see P Mace. Glad to know he's on the show. <laughs> yeah, P Mace is here, and he's in the description. P Mace got spurned and last K-Dub. week. K-Dub. Another name we should probably add to the show to the title is Wes Hines, because uh-huh. that would bring in more viewers as well. Guest <laughs> producer. Because as Jamie just says, Yay Wes! He is excited that Wes is here because you you never know where the conversation could go boy did we have a show yesterday (laughs) we did we We had a time yesterday we had a uh some would call it a good doozy yeah (laughs) have you ever been on with patrick mason Wes? yes i have okay so we have talked soup yes yeah him and p mace go way back uh jerry says good afternoon pirate radio family he says serious question what kind of message does our coaches have for pirate nation we need a pep talk to keep our spirits up I think we're beyond pep talks at this point. I don't think there's anything the coaches could say to make folks happy. 
I mean, I guess this afternoon I can ask Mike Houston and Donnie Kirkpatrick and Blake Carroll, what is your message to the fans and see their response? But I don't think whatever they say is going to make folks happy at this point. One and six, signs of somehow maybe getting worse offensively than we were when we went into Ann Arbor. So, yeah, Jerry, I don't know, man. You just kind of play out the string here, wrap up this baby, and uh, move on to next year. Unfortunately, you can't do that. You got to keep playing. Uh, you got to keep practicing. You got to keep showing up. And who knows? Maybe the Pirates will pull an upset between now and the end of the year. Uh, Mike P says on the New Heights pod, they went over national days, and all I could think of was they are ripping off Pirate Radio Live. That's right. We invented talking about national days. New Heights, is that the Kelsey brothers? Never heard of it is that what it is it's travis and jason Kelsey. okay yeah yeah i heard they have a great podcast it's but one of the top podcasts in the world i don't want to listen to an eagle talk and i like watching travis kelsey play i don't know if i want to hear him talk either so and i've got a million podcasts in my feed <laughs> let's look at what i've, I've got only here. got one i've got fantasy football today c3 podcast dateline 2020 48 hours true crime garage uh you you springing springsteen on my bean wow okay <laughs> that is what is that about that's from uh the com it's uh scott aukerman from comedy bang bang and adam scott the actor who started a you talking you two to me podcast and since then they've done you They've done REM, Talking Heads, Red Hot Chili Peppers. It's just two comedians being stupid, and it's my favorite podcast. Okay. How did this get made? Great podcast. What about Crime Time with uh, Clip and uh, Yes, I just listened to the two episodes we did over and over and over again. Over and over again. Uh, we got Barstool Pick'em in here. Anything else? I guess that's about it. Uh, so, yeah, I don't have any more room for more podcast at this moment mm-hmm. uh randolph says good afternoon good afternoon to you randolph so randolph chandler could you make the font any smaller i'm trying to do see that. if you can make it what's the smallest you can get it you about to find out all right thank you tyler's here moronic mondays is here he says sup sup to you Stephen always talking on Facebook. Ask what's on people's minds. We don't get a lot of Facebook chatters. Let's see what the Facebook, Facebook, Facebook. Kevin, oh boy, Kevin says, "Mike." <laughs> so that, <laughs> oh, hey. I can go smaller. Well, I asked, how small could you make it? Oh yeah. You wouldn't be able to read it. I can read it perfectly. I have great 2020 vision. No contacts, no glasses. How small can you go? Whoa. It clearly says Army, Hornets, (laughs) and Phillies, Diamondbacks. How could anybody not read that? Phillies, Diamondbacks. What did I say? Phillies, Diamondbacks. It's Rangers, Diamondbacks. Ah. All right. Dummy. (laughs) I'm not a dummy. I just can't read, man. (laughs) All right. I'm making it bigger. Kevin says, good grief, Kevin. How am I supposed to read all this? I can't read all that. I asked what's on your mind. Nelson said, not pirate football. Hmm. Kevin says, love you, man. Someone needs to ask Mike, unless 
Mike, useless in the press conference. Why are we one and six and in the bottom five in the nation in year five? Fair question with a whole lot of different answers. I asked DK when he plans on leaving today. I'm not going to ask that. Randall says, my view of a chance to keep game close this weekend. Is that what's on your mind? Can we keep it close? Is the line still around 18, Chandler? I can look it up right quick. Do a line check for us. Fleet Feet Rundown brought to you by Fleet Feet. Wes, you know what kind of service you get when you go to Fleet Feet? No, I have no clue. Well, I'm glad you don't know because I could tell you. Do you think it's uh, it's like... Give them, give, them, give them some choices. Do you think it's like a robot that greets you? No. No, it's a human. Do you think, like, if me, you, and Chandler walked in together, one person would talk to us, to us three? I think um, you'd probably get three different people. <laughs> this guy's so Damn smart. Damn it, Wes. You are on top of it, man. He is so smart. One-on-one service. One-on-one service, man. And here's the best part about it. They run for you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You and you and me. <laughs> they run for us all. Fleet feet. They've got the 3D foot scanner that will make sure the right shoe is on your foot okay and you know what i love about them Wes? it's not just the same shoe they have one for your right foot and your left foot of course i mean and you just don't go in there and say i want this shoe and they give it to you they like <laughs> put your shoe on a scanner well f- and to add to that they give you a pair of shoes yes not just one shoe no a pair of shoes yeah I mean, I, I would, I would expect a pair of shoes. Well, good. I wouldn't want to go in there and just get well, one good. shoe. Because well, will, guess what? They're gonna Fleet Feet doesn't do that. They're gonna they meet your you, expectations. They give you two. All right, give me some hey dudes, and I'll be all right. <laughs> well, I don't know if they have hey dudes. Wes, you're not, you're not really a runner per se, are you? I am not. Although we have seen you run the forty. I can't do that anymore since uh, the last surgery. So yeah, took you out of the game, East Carolina. And UTSA is still 18 and a half. 18 and a half. Okay. Uh, Moronic Monday says, I smacked the like button. Thank you. And he also said, I'm going to Fleet Feet right now. Who said that? Moronic. Uh, some... Where'd he go, Moron? <laughs> Moronic Monday. I love to hear that. I love to hear that, Moron. I wish people would put their names on their YouTube names. Well, but I mean, do what you want to do. Uh, Michael Jones. Mike Jones said giving their resignations would make people very happy i know been said did it be be even worse and we gotta have somebody to coach the team you got that right tyler said can it help my flat-footed flippers i got yes of course they have shoes for flat-footed people like you yeah your toes on (laughs) wait what what'd you say that's a, that's an old joke back from the live at five days toe thongs yes toe thongs which are flip flops yeah mm-hmm. what's the joke all right think about it <laughs> toe thongs uh, it goes between your um your big toe and your um i get it but what's <laughs> the joke where's the joke it's the to- it's it, instead of it being a flip-flop it's toe thongs because it um it, i know it, but as, what's the joke it's as small as a thong Okay. Think about thongs. Think about what it. What are thongs? <laughs> <laughs> Thank God I didn't say the other word. What's I mean? What's no, I think no. we'll just move on. I don't know where we're going. 
I don't know where we are. I don't know where we're going. Uh, Wes, what do you think about Army joining the American in football? I think that's a good idea. Why? Because you already got Navy in here. So. Yeah. So, um, and if it does come to, I feel like we're in a a new era of college athletics. Is that if it does come to an actual war, we have the Navy and the Army on our side. And, and our, possibility, um, you may see Air Force come in here. And our conference name is the American. Right. Yeah. But I think it's all about the money, right? Well, how about all about the force? Why don't we take over these other conferences with Army and Navy? And somebody finish my sentence because i don't know the words i want to say say the sentence again take the fight to them you know what i'm saying take it to them yeah why are we sitting back playing defensive now my question is is what about the army navy game but i already know the answer what's the answer it's on just like it usually is like donkey kong just like donkey kong and it's in the second week of december also air force will play army in november that will stay on the schedule as well um my first thought when we add army to the american in football we better hire john thompson as a special assistant i saw i just saw your tweet that man was he undefeated army. i want to say he was two and zero against army without looking it up wow well he had two chances to play him <laughs> <laughs> and he made the most of them <laughs> yeah in the two seasons he was here wow. was that two of the three wins he had <laughs> yeah who was the other tulane I think it was Tulane. Oh, okay. The Green Wave. Austin, uh, going back to the Tothong joke, said, just think about it, Clip. Oh, okay. You're right, Austin. Just think about it. And Tyler's got a good question. Austin, how's the baby? Austin was listening in the delivery room while uh, That's his, dedication. his wife was giving birth <coughs> to their second child. And uh, he named that child Wesley. Oh, <laughs> I don't know if that's true. You said it was Austin, right? I did. Is this the same Austin that went through a crumbling marriage at one point during yes. a pregame show? Yeah. And now I can't remember and, why. And now they're having their second kid. His wife was about to leave him, but we something about a wedding. We talked him off the le- like we I think helped their marriage. If you have marriage issues, just come to us. We'll help you out. No doubt we're here for you i mean wes is on marriage number three and and i've already made a guarantee is it three or four this is three. Oh, this is three okay and i've already made a guarantee <laughs> that i'm not gonna get married again <laughs> oh i mean so after number two you were still in the in the game you're like yeah if i find the special one i'll give it another shot yeah and you found the special one i did We've been, we've, we've been together the longest did y'all just have an anniversary 11, 11 years yes congrats man congrats and uh, then she had a birthday on monday and left me <laughs> wait what wait she left you yeah wait she's gone yeah she's, well, she's coming back she, she, yeah okay i'll catch up i'll catch up in february what is she gone until on. february i don't know if we should talk about this because i don't know are you being real yeah, I'm telling the truth. Wait, all right. We get do you married, want to talk we, about we, this? Ah, uh, yeah. We get married on um, on September 29th. Now it's a, and that's 11 years ago. Yeah. Uh-huh. Okay. We were both um, 48 years old. Okay. Her birthday was um, was October the 23rd. Okay. So she's left me. 
So now I, I, I can't be 49 with her until um, February 25th. So wait a minute now. <laughs> All right, let's get this. Wait. No. <laughs> so there, she's she's still physically there with you. Yeah. Okay. All right. You, you don't get it. I do get you, it. That's you don't why get, think about it, Cliff. Wes, I get it. It's, think about it. It's stupid, it, but I get it. But think about it. Every think about year, it. I think, think about it. Stop telling me to think about it. <laughs> Every year, I um, do the same post. Well, we get, we got married on September 29th. Now, now what? She's gone and left me. I, uh, I'll catch back up in February. Um, how many? Because she's how, a cougar. <laughs> okay, is that is that what you want me to say? I don't want you to say anything. No, oh, no he's not begging you to say anything. Um, okay, how many likes? Wait a minute, hold on. Okay. She's not a cute. She's not that to you though. Y'all are the same age. No, no we're not now. Not until February, Chandler. Hey, she's uh, forty nine. Hey, tell him to think about it. Think you, about it, Chandler. Think about it. All right, I'm thinking about October it. October twenty third. February 25th. Her her birthday was October 23rd, 1974. Oh, my God. We, we got February it. February 25th, we got it. 1975. We got it. We got it. We got it. <laughs> my word. How many? So you, This is fun to me. You post this every year? How, do he you did. get like a ton of laughs and likes and stuff? Can I read, yeah. can I read the post? It's right here. Yeah. Can I read it? Yeah. All right. Every year we enjoyed our anniversary on September 29th, but my wife leaves me October 23rd. Well, we'll be together February 25th. That's four months and two days from now. Happy brother. <laughs> you said happy brother at the end. You meant birthday. Yeah. But you said happy brother. <laughs> happy brother to you. Happy brother to you. Oh, man. I didn't even see that. Thanks for the correction. You can West. probably still go in and edit it. On December, Tyler said, uh, on December 31st, do you say, I'll see you next year? Do you like using that one? No. <laughs> I mean, it's just like what yeah, you're doing now. It's literally like It's the same thing. Mm. Mm. All right uh jamie says whoa whoa chon you can talk about other people's relationships that's not banned <laughs> tyler says chandler how's the special friend we don't guys no we're not doing that nope, nope. <laughs> not doing it not gonna do it stop it <clears throat> chandler you're excited for the hornets tonight am i excited absolutely i'm excited be for real are you at all excited yes I'm always excited for this first game. What's uh, their win total over under? Do you know? Ah, uh, probably like thirty. So they play games. eighty-two. Yeah. What's their? What do you? What's your guess? Like thirty-five, thirty-six, thirty, thirty-seven, one and a half. Thirty-one and a half. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. I'm going over. I don't know, and you're gonna lose. All right. I can't wait when the Hornets knock down a huge three, force the Hawks to take a timeout with a minute and 47 left tonight, and I'm going to sit there and be cheering, and you'll be doing whatever the hell you want to be doing. I, I want them to win. This is just like our commander's talk last Monday. It's pretty much the same thing. <laughs> I mean, like, but can we just be excited together? We can, but I don't think you should criticize me for not being excited. 
I think it's more I'm mad because I just I want to be excited with you. And I want to watch a game where we both love the same team. Well, tonight and, is a must. And, like, and, and high five. Remember with the celebrations? You remember the celebrations we used to do, man? Yeah. And you know what? Those I'm, are the good times. You know what? I'm excited to do that. Do that uh, with you. Uh-huh. I don't know what I'm trying to say. Well said. ECU basketball. Uh, I'm in. Okay. Count me in. All okay. right. I got you. My friend. But I plan on being at AJ's <coughs> early tonight to catch the tip-off for the Hornets season. All right. 7 o'clock. And then 8 o'clock, sports trivia, A.J. McMurphy's. Come on out. Have fun. I would love to hear uh, what Delaney thinks about all this. <laughs> She's, She's just going to here. I actually crazy. forgot she was here. You can leave if you want to. Like, I'm uncomfortable with you being here, just experiencing all this. <laughs> oh, dear. All right. Um, hey, I woke up to see the Phillies lost. That's cool. D-backs. How about the D-backs? What a terrible World Series. And uh, peace out, Mad Dog, Chris Russo. Yeah, I heard uh, I was listening to Pick Central earlier today. So he said he would retire if the Phillies so I would retire if the D-backs win the next two games. and they win six and seven, I retire right on the spot. Did he retire? Uh, he said uh, he was going to. No, he did not. So he's a liar is what you're saying. He's a liar. He's a big, fat liar. He's a liar. Actually, he's a little skinny liar. Oh, dear. All right. Let's take a break. That was fun. That was a great fleet feet rundown. That was fun. Ken Watlington will join us. Gavin Williams will join us on the show. Big rig. Wes. Yeah. We got Wadlington, Gavin, Jake, Wadlance for Shankman, Patrick Mason. Five guests. I want you to come up with five different questions, one per guest to ask them today. Okay. Fair enough? Yep. So just one per guest. Okay. All right. Got that? Yep. Ken is here. We will talk to him when we return. Pirate Radio Live on a Wednesday. Back with you after this. to Hour 1 of Pirate Radio Live. This hour is brought to you by Pirate Water. Get ready to party, Pirates. Go to drinkpiratewater.com to find your new treasure. 21 and older only. Pirate Water. Why be yourself when you can be a pirate? Now, back to the show. Welcome back to the show. Drive a little and save a lot at Washington Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram. Washington Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram has great selection of new and pre-owned vehicles. Plus, offers service to all makes and models in the state-of-the-art facility. Drive a little and save a lot with a short trip to Washington Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram on Highway 264 in Washington and Washington Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram.com. Now, let's head back into PRL. Here's your host, Clip Rock. All right, back with you, Pirate Radio Live, and Ken Wallington back with us as well. 
away last week. Away, far, far away. In a deep depression, cave, depression yeah. cave <laughs> after the Braves lost. Oh my God! The Phillies losing make you feel any better at all? Uh, immensely, <laughs> honestly. Misery really does love company, yeah, it right? It does. It does. You know, I wanted to like make some snarky social media post about the Phillies losing. Then I'm like, oh yeah, and they they did beat the Braves. Yeah, so. it's kind of tough. I so can't really on go. the inside. I'm happy. Sure, yeah. sure, sure. Uh, just catching up. Um, I'm not excited about the Hornets. Ken said he is I, for I'm, one night. Yeah, like let's see what happens. Okay, they got a talented roster. Can they, they stay do, healthy? Do they? They do. I they, don't think they this do. same roster basically two years ago, three years ago won 40 plus games. Guess who's back with the Hornets? By the way, some scrub. Who? Michael Jordan. No. Hey, he's he's a veteran. Went to an ACC school. Ish. 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 Schmidt is Can a you believe that ish? That's where we're excited, what we're excited about. Yeah. You need some veteran gritty leadership. No, we need good players. We need stars. LaMelo, LaMelo Ball. Ball. Starish. Ma. Possibly Brandon Miller. No. Hasn't played a game yet, but. Ma. Miles Bridges. No, I'm, I don't think I can cheer for that guy. P.J. Washington. P.J. Washington. It is amazing. Oh, JT Thor. Oh, the no, Thor. No, 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 no. Bringing the hammer. I said Mark stars. Williams. I said stars. You're just naming randos. <laughs> that might be good one day, but probably won't. Kai Jones, he might be good. Oh, wait. Oh, wait. Uh, come on, dude. He's not on the team. You don't even know your Hornets. I do. That was a joke. No, nah, you don't Leaky know your Hornets. Leaky Black. He doesn't even know the, he doesn't I even know the Hornets. He talked about him being released <laughs> he, on this show. He doesn't even know the Hornets. Ha uh-huh. ha. What are you doing right now? <laughs> I'm getting on your nerves. Hey, calm down. Man. Five days a week, hey, dude, six hey, days a dude, week. Hey, get excited, baby. That's right, baby. Turn that frown upside down. Back. It's basketball season, baby. Did uh, Gordon Hayward twist his ankle walking into <laughs> yeah. the Not stadium? yet. They haven't gotten into the he arena was in line yet. at Starbucks today, and he blew out his knee. If I'm Steve Clifford, who... <laughs> you just how did we bring sick. back Steve Clifford? <laughs> I don't even let Gordon Hayward go through the layup lines. <laughs> Bubble wrap him. He'll probably find a way to decapitate himself on the backboard. <laughs> this team is a joke, man. Uh, 40, 40 plus wins. Yet, I'm calling it. <laughs> 40 plus wins. I like 42 or 43 in there. Yep. Ken, you've never been right about a prediction on this show. Not one single time. <laughs> uh, Jamie did give me I some. I was close, though, about the Braves. But wrong. But they won the one game they on did. a fluke play at the end. Fluky fluke. Uh, Jamie did give me something that I, that makes me somewhat excited, I reckon. NBA on TNT is back. Yeah. Love those guys. I'm trying to think of the... Uh, of okay. The, I'm trying to think of the... Uh, the theme, theme song. song. We'll let you think. You help me out. <laughs> I'm not going to hum it, but I know it. Yeah. Yeah. That's it. Now do round ball rock. Oh, here we go. John Tesh. Give me a hard one, man. Sports trivia tonight at eight o'clock. Hey Jimmy Murphy. All right, uh, Tyler says, ask Ken why he's posting. I already answered this question, Tyler, when you asked it on Monday. Ask Ken why he's posting so much UNC stuff as of late. What's the deal with that? 
He's a UNC fan. Well, I mean, I was actually covering the last. They had three straight home games. I covered each one of them. You were covering the game. You were there watching the giant turd they put on Keenan Stadium. <laughs> it, it still smells. <laughs> you know what's weird about that game? They had three straight home games. That first home game, the guys were amped up. They were ready to go. They blew out Syracuse. The second home game, they're amped up. The crowd's amped up. They get a double-digit win over Miami. That third home game, no one wanted to be there. The team acted like... Why is that? I don't know. But was they, there anybody was there? Because it was the students were on spring break, so it was just the crowd was dead. Wow, right. they, that's an early spring break or late. Yeah, depending on break. Excuse me. Wow. Yeah, it was a gorgeous afternoon. It wasn't that nice. It was just you, about an hour before the game. It was like this just this doesn't feel the same. And and they came out and they absolutely laid an egg from the beginning. Uh, is it because? Virginia wasn't enough to get people excited. Like, we'll win I'm this sure. one. Yeah. Yeah. Just yeah, a letdown. Had, Virginia hadn't beaten an FBS team since like September of last year. Man. Yeah. That is, uh, that's tough. And it was test week. And you had Oklahoma, Texas, Washington, all surviving tests right. where they were big favorites. Huge favorites, in fact. Sure. And North Carolina could not do that. And they had their chances late. I mean, just, just couldn't get out of their own way. And, you know, now what, what'll happen? They'll probably win out and finish 12-1 and one and still won't make the college playoff. The one that could have been. Didn't they finish something in one with the loss to Florida State and Max best season there? That yeah, was. Yeah, his last season, his first <coughs> first time around. I think they finished sixth in the nation that year. Yep. How much longer is Matt going to do it, by the way? Uh, after last week? <laughs> uh, probably not much longer. Um, Pirates Life ECU on Twitter says... If Ball stays healthy, if Bridges stays out of jail, if Miller stays out of jail, if PJ plays worth a crap, if Gordon is one one hundredth worth of his salary, if we have a true big worth a crap emerge, we could sneak in to the seven or eight spot. Right. Now that's the kind that, that I'm on board with this. That's that's a good breakdown. You agree? Do we not agree? Do we not agree? Yes. I agree. All right. And then it'll be fun to watch on a nightly basis. Can't wait. I can't wait. They are dogs tonight. They're going to come out the gate the hot. Hawks. They're going to blow a double-digit lead in the fourth quarter. Hornets basketball. Mm. Hornets basketball. Chandler does do a great big pat. It's Hornets ball. It's pretty good. When did you no, get big? Oh, no, no. Traveling <laughs> the call. Chandler, you are money at booking guests. Two for two lifetime. You got Mike right, let me Keith. Just, let, me get, let me get down the list. All right, go down the full let, list. All right, let me, let, me, let me look at the list. Do we have time? Let me, just, <laughs> let me just look at the list. All right, here we go. We got, oh, longtime NFL play-by-play announcer, Mike Keith from mm-hmm. Tennessee Titans. Awesome guest. One of all our right. favorite segments ne- ever. Next on the list. Let's look. Let's go down here. Oh, yeah, there it is. Uh, big right-handed pitcher for the Cleveland Guardians and former EC Pirate Gavin Williams. Now, we haven't had him on yet. We will call him at 4 o'clock. <laughs> Are we counting man, our I, chickens oh, too early? Oh, man. I just jinx myself. But we're too... The number you called has been just... <laughs> <laughs> um, hello, you've reached Gavin Rosdale. What band? Uh, that's Bush. Correct. Uh, Who was he married to? Uh, Gwen Farmer. Stefani. There you go. <laughs> Who is married now to... Uh, Blake Shelton. Look at us. Wow. Look at this. Look what we got going here. Smart guys over here. Yeah. Um, Chandler, we're going to call you two for two. We're going to connect with Gavin, have a great interview at four. I think you should try to go three for three. I want you to get Big Pat on the show. Big Pat. All right. I, you know what? I know how to get to him. And Do actually, you really? 
I need to try to get up with Reggie Williams. Exactly. I think we go that route. But I'm going to let you cook on this one. Okay. Here's what I'm going to do. I know Bailey's got uh, Gavin's number. I'm going to text Bailey real quick to text Gavin to tell him not to answer. (laughs) Why would you sabotage (laughs) what we're doing here, Ken? Just for fun? I would never. Because it's a great prank. I'm on board. (laughs) But I hate that it's at our expense. All right. I won't do it. I won't do it. Uh, let's see. I don't want to talk about pirate football. <laughs> Next. <laughs> yeah, it's tough, Ken. Yeah. It's tough. Yeah. Did you go out there Saturday? No. No, I you was, were in Chapel Hill. I was in Chapel Hill. I was working. You saw something uh, maybe even worse than yeah. pirate football. Yeah, it was probably, the, the of the two losses, the worst loss. No changes. Uh, like Tupac said, still I see no changes. All I see is sad faces. Yeah. Uh and we're rolling into utsa 18 and a half point dogs on saturday uh pretty cool place they play the alamo dome you've been I, there i haven't uh just looks like it's cool they've had final fours there the spurs played there for a while all i remember is they used to have that big blue um the drapes drapes yeah. blocking off and it was such a weird look when the spurs played in the 90s there uh, but brian bailey will be on the on the trip with the pirates and uh, maybe he'll bring them some luck that's what we're going for listen the bailey luck hey you should have hit the bailey laugh (laughs) the bb luck (laughs) i tell you what brian has uh and because of what he's going through right now has remained as optimistic as i've ever heard him on pirate football because he needs something good in his life right right now so hoping that can be it yep because I hope it's not the Cowboys. <laughs> Let's go Pirates! We need it to be the Pirates. I love that Bailey chuckle. Uh, you want to talk about the Commanders and what they did last week? Do we have to? No. No, but let's talk about them. Are you ready? Uh, I, uh, boy, my no-crap tweet of the day yesterday was the stuff about Ron Rivera could be the first NFL coach fired. Duh. Yeah. Uh, I would be fine. He with was that. fired up the other day, though, and usually you don't see him. He just kind of was over there, like, well, you know. This I would be fired up too if, fired if up. my team had uh, like forty passing yards in the first half, and if we gave up eighteen sacks, yeah, I'd be pretty fired up. Yeah, that would be a time to get fired up. I just don't get it. I don't get it. Just when you think, oh, are they going to be okay? No, nah, no. Nah. Who they have next? The Eagles. Yep. Ugh. Probably win that game, <laughs> of course, because they are schizophrenic. Yeah. Uh, we'll do a little guest the lines when we return. Let's take a break. Uh, coming up, hour two, Gavin Williams, Wyatt Lunsford, Shankman, Jake Hunter, Patrick Mason. Uh, big show still to go here on a Wednesday. Also, Wes's one question for Ken Watlington. Uh-oh. Wes has one question for every guest today. And Wes, it doesn't have to be about sport. It can be about anything. I know. I, in fact, the weirder, the better. Oh. We're just... Uh, um. To, to pacify Ken, I won't even do anything embarrassing here. Oh, good. Thank you. I, I can't be embarrassed. <laughs> okay. All right. Actually, it does not take much at all. <laughs> Would you like to talk about your dating life? We tried that with somebody else here, and it did not go well. He cussed me out during the break. Let's talk about it. All right. When we return, Ken's dating life. It'll be a short conversation. <laughs> Plus, guess the lines. Back with you after this. Tokyo, do you want to dance? Wave your hand. I want to see you. 
listening to Hour One of Pirate Radio Live. This hour is brought to you by Pirate Water. Get ready to party, pirates. Go to drinkpiratewater.com to find your new treasure. 21 and older only. Pirate Water. Why be yourself when you can be a pirate? Now, back to the show. All right, welcome back to the program. When you combine State Farm Home and Auto Insurance, you save an average of $889. State Farm Agent Timothy Sorry is ready to help you combine home and auto and save right here in Greenville, North Carolina. Call 493-0002. Like a good neighbor, State Farm and Timothy Sawyer is there. Now let's head back into PRL. Who's your host? Flip Rock. All right. Pike is in the chat. He said he liked the show. He was been he was waiting until the likes were greater than 13 before he liked. Are you like Coach Mack and you're freaked out by the number 13? Halloween season is approaching. And if you haven't got your costume yet, no problem. All you need to go, all you need to do is go to Halloween Express. It is Greenville's premier Halloween superstore right next to Target. They have masks, costumes, decor, and more for kids and adults. Lisa Cartwright and crew. Once again, banger of a store for Halloween. Halloween Express right next to Target. Ken, do you get a spooky season? You get a little nervous this time of year? Yeah scared or yeah the start of hornets basketball <laughs> the end of the braves and the yeah. start of hornets basketball Whew. and the continuation of the crap of the commander can you seem like the kind of guy that it would enjoy that halloween? has no fun <laughs> <laughs> well i was going the opposite maybe go to a halloween party I... I bet you are you a costume guy i have this one hot dog costume that that i break out <laughs> All right, question for Ken. Yeah. How many hot dogs did Wes eat for lunch yesterday? Four. I'd multiply that by two. Good. Gracious. <laughs> where were these hot dogs from? Warren's oh, hot that, dogs. Okay, that makes sense. That I had makes, eight hot dogs. I love a good Warren's hot dog. Which Spicy five? chili, regular chili? Spicy. Spicy, oh, of course. That's the, that's the good stuff. Especially if you're going to have eight. You got to have the spicy. Uh, Redbeard was asking on Twitter, what did Wes have for lunch today? Nothing. You skip lunch. Yeah, I had breakfast. Now, what did you have for breakfast? How do you follow up? Hold on. Before we even get there. He had a 14-egg omelet. <laughs> what did you have for dinner last night? All right. I had what we call. Um, what? Uh, who called? Who, who's we? Me and my wife called One Pot. And what, what it is is uh, um, steamed vegetables okay. with uh, chicken and shrimp. Hmm. What kind of like seasoning, like flavors are in there? Uh it's the uh, um, teriyaki sauce. Okay. All right. Good deal. Had something similar earlier this week. <laughs> mm-hmm. All right. So how do you follow that up? What's the breakfast this morning? Breakfast was three eggs, um, scrambled light with uh, grits and uh, extra crispy bacon. Extra crispy bacon. Okay. Sounds good. And, um, and two slices of toast. You're not done yet? <laughs> It's like, okay. And four mimosas. (laughs) A hearty breakfast for Wes Hines to get you through the day. They say breakfast is the most important meal of the day. Do you agree with that? I agree agree with that. I disagree. Okay. (laughs) We we can agree to disagree. That we can, Wes. And you know what? We'll still get along. That's That's what's great about America. Amen. And you don't have to agree on the same stuff. (coughs) I don't eat breakfast a lot. I don't either. If ever. I'm going to call dinner. That's, that's about like my wife. She most of the time doesn't eat breakfast. Yeah, hey, I'm sorry she left but you. Some, but sometimes, <laughs> but sometimes I, uh, uh, I can get her to um, 
go to um, a place right uh, not even four miles from me. Okay. And we can uh, eat breakfast. And, and it costs, but it's worth it. <laughs> All right. Good story. <laughs> Let's do uh, some guest the lines real quick. Let's do it. They're still playing football? I mean, kind of, sort of. I am way out of it, too, Ken. Like, yeah. I have not. I haven't looked at the schedule this week. Thursday night, Sean. Bucks at Bills. <sighs> um, Bucks and Bills. Bills coming off a loss. Yeah. Bucks Bills didn't good. Coming off a loss. I'm going to go Bills three. Bills are four and three. It's got to be more than that, Chandler. Uh, four and a half. Eight and a half. Sheesh. They do not believe in the Bucks. Huh. Rams at boys. Rams are feisty. But it's the Cowboys, so it's got to be Cowboys 106 and a half, right? All right. I'm going to go Cowboys four. Ken, you were only 100 off. Six and a half. <laughs> Vikings at Packers. Hmm. Vikings. Let me, say, let me say this. Well, y'all go ahead and say. I was going to say point two. and a half. It, it's a pick em. And I'm going to go ahead and tell you there is another pick em oh, on boy. this list. Okay. Two pick em. Clearly Washington Philly, right? It <laughs> should Clearly. be. Falcons at Titans. Well, Vegas hates the Titans. <laughs> and it shows. Mm-hmm. Falcons. Falcons. Four. One and a half. Two and a half. Boy, they do hate the Titans. Falcons away from the Dome as favorites. Mm-mm. A team that lost to Washington? Saints at Colts. Oh, Garden Minshew, man. Playing well. Colts three and a half. Pick them. Pick them. Yeah. Man, that a boy, John. Patriots at Dolphins. Dolphins coming off a loss. Patriots coming off a win. Still, uh, Dolphins eight and a half. Dolphins seven. Nine and a half. We were on uh, the right track there, Ken. Jets, Giants. They share a stadium. Which one's the home team? Giants. Do the Giants get three for being at home? Yeah, how's that Against work? the Jets? Uh, Jets, two and a half. Uh, Jets, three and a half. Ooh, three. Split the difference. Jags at Steelers. Ooh, interesting line here. All right, so I'm going to say it's interesting. It's closer than you thought it would be. Jags, three and a half. Uh, I'm going to go Steelers, one and a half. Jags, two and a half. I just found it interesting that the Steelers are home dogs in this game after winning on the road. Eagles, Manders. <laughs> Where is it? It doesn't matter. Eagles, six. Uh, Commanders uh, took them to overtime, right, in yeah. Philly. It's uh, eight and a half. Six and a half. Ooh. Take the Commanders. Wow. Texans at Panthers. Joey will be there. Why is he not here today? He's long, he'll be here. Long walk to Charlotte. Oh, he'll be here, foe. Long walk to Charlotte. Can the Texans be a favorite on the road against anybody, Ken? <laughs> they, yeah. They can, and that team yeah, is the Carolina Panthers. So what's the line? Three and uh, a half. Uh, I'm going to go three. It is an even three. Browns at Seahawks. Hmm. Uh, Browns, I just saw on the bottom line, they're starting uh, P.J. Walker. Oh. He's a winner. He's a winner. Uh, but the, uh, the Seahawks, four and a half. Is he a winner? He won at Temple. Okay. He won some games for Carolina. He's won already a couple for the Browns this year. What's your line? I'm going Seahawks, three and a half. What did you say, Ken? Four and a half. Three and a half it is. <coughs> Chiefs at Broncos. Woo. 
Let me let me uh, pull this up. Uh, y'all can do a line. Guess the line. Sorry. <laughs> well, <laughs> I appreciate the offer. Uh, uh, yeah, I'm good on that. Not that kind of show. I'm good on that. Uh, Chiefs at the Broncos. Six, um, six and a half. Okay. That's too low. Eight and a half. Yeah, that's. I'm going to go nine. Um, If this is up to date, it is. Uh, the Chiefs have beaten the Broncos 16 times in a row. In the NFL, where it's designed for teams to be even. 16 times in a row. Eight years. Uh, I don't know what y'all said. The line is Chiefs minus seven. Ravens at Cardinals. Cardinals are... The, Terrible. Yeah, they, they... Well, I guess they were within a score of the Seahawks, but it feels like the tank is on. Who are they tanking for? <laughs> Good question. Because every quarterback they're tanking for is starting to lose. Yeah. How did Drake Maple look the other night? He was okay. We just the whole team was just off a step. Lethargic. He had two touchdowns, a rushing touchdown. He was he was okay through for three hundred and forty something. But y'all name some numbers. Uh, Chandler didn't remember the I game. Forgot. Ravens and Cardinals. Uh, so Ken didn't know the the game. Ravens six and a half. All right. Ravens five. Eight and a half. Bengals Niners rematch of couple of Super Bowls from right. when we were young, Ken. Yeah, Chris Collinsworth's going to have a big game. I like the bank. No, wait. Here's a guy. You know, uh, Niners have lost two in a row. Still, though, I believe in the Niners. Niners four and a half. All right. Bengals at Niners? Yeah. Yeah, I'm going to go Niners five. Five and a half. Oh, Bears at Chargers Sunday night football. What do we do to deserve this? Who you got? I like the Bears. I'm kidding. Uh, <laughs> uh, Chargers five and a half. All right. Uh, Chargers four. Eight and a half. That is way too much for any Chargers team, no matter who they're playing. And Monday Night Football Raiders at the Lions. Lions trying to bounce back after being embarrassed in Baltimore. Yeah, they were not very good, were they? Not at all. Uh, Lions, Lions four and a half. Yeah, I'm going to say Lions six and a half. Eight. Wow. Lions There's eight. Some- Big, big lines here. Big numbers this week. Uh, Wes, what is your one question for our esteemed guest, Ken Watlington? Of all the sports um, that there is in um, the world, what is the best, uh, what is your favorite thing to watch? No, one thing. One sport. Yeah, if you if you had if you're on a deserted island and you can only w- watch one thing, what would it be? It would be Hornets opening. <laughs> no, not that. No. Uh, college basketball. Okay, I go college. Basketball. I was thinking my one thing would be the NCAA tournament on that Thursday. Yeah, nothing like, better. That would be my answer. Okay. Oh, and football's my favorite sport. I would say, but if I could only watch <laughs> one thing, it would be the NCAA tournament. How about you, Chandler? If I- Oh, sorry. If I can only watch one thing over and over and over, it'd be the Phillies losing last night. <laughs> <laughs> I like de- that. It's definitely got to be the opening day of March Madness. Yeah. Really? No, it's not. It, it used to not be, but ever since working here and that okay. first day being here, and yeah. watch, it's exciting. Yeah. I, uh, before they stopped uh, doing the um, the uh, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday thing of the acc tournament mm-hmm. that would uh, was what uh, everybody um uh, called out of work for yeah yeah, yeah. The, the quarterfinal friday in the acc tournament way back in the day that was yeah. that yeah. was good yeah and in school they'd bring out the tv <laughs> and even this past year at the acc tournament 
on the, the quarterfinals. Duke, Carolina, Wake, and State all played in the four separate games. That was the first time that had ever happened, so that was that was pretty cool. Jamie says the NFL confirmed they made wrong calls in the Colts Brown game. Browns game. Jamie is a Colts fan. Does that make you, that makes me feel that makes me more mad yeah. when I see that? Yeah, it does nothing. So anyway, get it right the first time. Ken, go Hornets. Yeah, they're going to be good. I'm telling you, Bulls City until about 7:25. Then they're not good. But but right now I'm excited. If they score the first basket, I'm going nuts. <laughs> we are throwing a party. Shirt off, running around the house. There you go. Ken, thanks for joining us, man. All right, appreciate uh, y'all. What you looking forward to on Touchdown Friday this week? Uh, Touchdown Friday, I'll be in the studio hosting as Bailey's down in San Antonio. Uh, it's the last week of the regular season, kind of hard to believe. Week 11. Uh, really only one game up uh, for a conference championship. West Craven and Southwest Edgecomb. The winner of that one takes home the conference title. That'll be our game of the week. A uh, big one yep. coming up. You can see all the highlights on Touchdown Friday WNCT Channel 9. We'll take a break. Come back. Gavin Williams joins us when we return on Pirate Radio Live after this. Or does he? You and I Listening to Hour 2 of Pirate Radio Live. This hour is brought to you by Down on Main Street, Washington's favorite place to eat and where all the locals go. Join Down on Main Street every Wednesday for half price wings from 4 p.m. to close. Now, back to the show. All right, welcome back to the show. Are you an outside salesman looking for an opportunity to increase your earning potential? Copy Pro has been in Eastern North Carolina for over 45 years and continues to grow each year, and they need and they are in need of more sales professionals with a desire to potentially make a six-figure income. Do you have what it takes? Visit copypro.net today to submit your resume and learn more. Now let's head back into PRL. Here's your host, Clip Rock. All right, back with you, Pirate Radio Live here on a Wednesday. Coming up in just a little bit, we'll talk to some current Pirate pitchers. Jake Hunter and Wyatt Lunsford Shinkman. Also, Patrick Mason going to join us on the show. Wes Hines producing, Chan producing, and Joey in the house. What's up, Joey? Good to see you, buddy. Uh, and we are very pleased to go out to the Halloween Express live line and talk to former Pirate Great, now a big right arm for the Cleveland Guardians, Gavin Williams, joining us today on Pirate Radio Live. Gavin, how you doing, man? good man glad to be on here yeah appreciate you joining us and really cool to see you uh, in some pictures uh back here around these parts and being able to see the pirates uh scrimmage and practice and and uh and talk to some of the players on this team so that's neat you've been able to be around how about that experience uh coming back here to greenville after uh pitching in the big leagues oh it was fun um i'm glad i got to go back good to see everybody um glad i got i uh, got to hang out with a couple of my my former teammates yeah how much uh were you able to talk to any of the current pitchers Did they ask any advice and if so what are they asking you um i didn't talk to any of the current pitchers really uh they were gone to uva right. this past and then i was uh i just stayed in the dugout for a couple minutes when they were scrimmaging clemson 
Um, so I didn't. I didn't really talk to it many people gotcha gavin williams joining us as the playoffs still go on and the world series is set rangers and the diamondbacks gavin do you do you watch the playoffs uh do you get away from baseball have you been uh, experiencing these mlb playoffs uh i mean i've been watching a game here and there uh i haven't watched much but i watched i've watched game game seven of both both uh alcs and nlcs are you in kind of rest mode, shutdown mode right now, or, or what is it like day to day for you after a, an MLB season? Uh, yeah, this past year I am. I'm shut down until like beginning of November, middle November, kinda. I'm just working out, um, taking it day to by, day by day, really. Uh, give give me my arm a, a break right now. Gavin Williams joining us, and it's uh, pretty cool to see as, as the Guardians begin to look for a new manager with the uh, the legendary Terry Francona uh, going and, and retiring. And I saw Clayton McCullough's name, former Pirate catcher, uh, who was with the Dodgers. That'd be really cool to get a Pirate up there in Cleveland. But, Gavin, uh, what was it like, uh, your first big league team and, and big league game and uh, the great Terry Francona, probably, a, I would say, a MLB Hall of Famer, uh, it's uh, soon to be uh managing you what was that like for you it was honestly unbelievable um it was definitely nerve-wracking at first just trying to learn like new people uh new routine and trying to get in the groove of things up there but uh i feel like after the first few weeks it was it got it got way better honestly Gavin, we watched uh, Chandler and I were watching your first start at AJ's. Uh, I think it was a sports trivia night, if I'm not mistaken, Chandler, on a Wednesday night. And you look focused. You look ready to go. I did notice, notice that you were chewing gum like I'd never seen before. Was that to, Are you a big gum chewer or was that to calm the nerves that night? Um, honestly, it's a little bit of both. Uh, <laughs> this year, there is at least four to five tubs of gum in the stuff out at all times. Kind of not hard to reach your hand in there and grab a piece of gum. <laughs> you were working on it, and uh, and man, just a great start to your rookie season, your uh, first MLB season. How how do you look back on it, Gavin? First of all, you are uh, completing a, a childhood dream, and then at the same time, you're out there to work and, and help your team win games. So, how did you kind of compartmentalize all that together and, and go out there and pitch? Yeah, I mean, I'm still looking back on it. I mean, it's kind of crazy that almost two years ago that I got drafted and then I made my debut. So uh, I was pretty impressed with myself with how like short of a period it was in the minor leagues that I got called up. Uh, I think overall I did pretty well, but there is definitely areas I can work on going forward. Yeah, and uh, we had Alec Burleson on the show last week and uh, talked about his rise through the the minors. And, and man, Connor Norby has literally done everything he can to get the call up. The problem is his organization has called up so many young guys. There's just not really a spot for him. But, yeah, you, you Pirates uh, made the uh, the rise through the minors uh, very quickly uh, with yourself, Burley, and, and Norby, again, is doing all he can at AAA this past season. Yeah, Norby's definitely uh, knocking on the door. I'm ready. Uh, I'm excited for when he gets the call to get up. So, Gavin, uh, how about being a big leaguer and the experience? And uh, I know I've talked to some of you guys about the minor league experience, and it is not glamorous at all. How about uh, getting the call up and the planes and the travel and the meals? And, and uh, you know, how much of that part of it took some getting used to for you? 
Oh, it definitely changes big time. Uh, all kind of nice dinners you get fed. There's four different meals, the, the plane rides, the hotels. I mean, everything is just top notch. And at first you're like, are you sure this is like for me? Like, <laughs> uh, You're really questioning a lot of things, but you get used to it. It feels nice. Definitely. And and Gavin, it was exciting to watch you. And then the Guardians and the Twins kind of got rolling late. Guardians finishing um, behind the Tigers and Twins in the Central. But at the time you were called up, and and around those times, y'all were fighting for a division championship and made for some excitement there in Cleveland. Made some excitement for Pirate fans to watch your starts. And I don't know, maybe added some pressure, but it had to add some juice to you as well, pitching in big games like that. Yeah. I mean, it was definitely exciting to pitch in like a lot of meaningful games, being a half game back at one point or a game up, something like that. It was it was pretty awesome. Uh, not really that much pressure into it. I mean, it's been a game I've play, I've been playing my whole life, so there's not there's not too much pressure into that. And Chandler, uh, you were recognizing some of Gavin's friends and family in the seats when we were watching those games on TV. And uh, how cool was that, Gavin, to have your uh, your family and uh, and people that support you a, a part of the ride there watching you live? Oh, it was definitely amazing. Uh, especially at the end of the game when a lot of people were, were coming on the field. It's like I had no clue half the people were coming that came. So it was, it was pretty nice that they were able to. That's awesome. Gavin Williams joining us. Gavin, now the typical questions uh, that, that you'll get a lot. Uh, toughest guy you had to face this year. Who was it? Oh, I mean, there was a good amount. I mean, Jose Atuve. Then you had Jock Peterson were my main two that stuck out. So, like, I would get 0-2, and then either they would get a hit off of me or I'd just walk them somehow. Um, <laughs> I felt like do at least eight pitches every at-bat of them, it seemed like. What uh, was there a strikeout you're most proud of? Uh, kind of the biggest name, big leaguer you were able to strike out this year? Oh, I got I got a couple of those. Bryce Harper, Boom. and then definitely Miguel Cabrera. Oh yeah, it is uh, final year, right? That's awesome. A couple of Hall of Famers there that you can say you struck out, and uh, that that is fantastic. Gavin, I look. I, I know you win as the team, lose as the team. It was frustrating watching you go out and and do your job and not get much run support. But you know, you don't have, you you can't worry about that when you're out there, right? You just try to do your job and and uh, and hope the bats can help you out. Absolutely. I mean, that's the game of baseball. Sometimes you can't always get a hit or score a run. But I, I'm just out there to try try and win games, throw strikes. That's all. That's all I can do. Yes, sir. All right, um, Wes Hines, our producer. I gave Wes a uh, homework. He's got to ask one question to every guest today. So, Wes, what's your question for the great Gavin Williams as he joins us here? Okay, as you have uh, been in the caught up to the big big show, uh, let me ask you this. Um, has your, um, have you seen anybody that, uh, that, uh, you, you've been awestruck? Good question. Uh, what, what was your first like wow moment? Who were you awestruck by in the big leagues? I wouldn't say a particular person, but a stadium. Mm-hmm. Uh, when we went to the Texas Rangers, just going in there for the first time, that was my, my one moment where it was like, I'm in the big leagues. Like, it was kind of crazy. Just like new stadium, uh, the locker room was phenomenal. The, uh, 
the eating area was phenomenal. The atmosphere was phenomenal, and the way the field was, it was just it was honestly great. All right, two for two on good questions, Wes. Keep it up. Wide lunch for Shankman's up next. Get ready. Get one cooked up for him. Uh, Gavin, what's your uh, schedule like? So you said you're going to be kind of shut down till uh, early to mid-November. And then uh, what is the, the winter like uh, for you big leaguers before spring training and everything? Um, it's really just ramping up uh, whenever you start throwing, uh, continue to work out. Most people, will, most big leaguers go out there like a week before, week or two before um, you have to report just to get acclimated to wherever you're supposed to be. Um, I think I'm going to go out to Arizona uh, the first week of February. Gavin, uh, thank you so much for joining us, man. Congratulations on a great uh, debut in Major League Baseball, and I cannot wait to to see year two and uh, you get even better. So uh, you know we're all rooting for you around here in Greenville, and uh, we appreciate your time today, man. We'll catch up again down the road with you. Yes, sir. Thank you. I was glad to be on. Thank you. Gavin Williams joining us. Chandler Honeycutt, two for two, booking guests now. And as ne- I've already given him another homework assignment. Try to get the PA announcer of the Charlotte Hornets, Big Pat. And Chandler says, bring it on. Chandler is feeling himself right now. I'm going to be like, uh, when we get Big Pat on, I'm be like, Bull City, get on your feet and greet your Charlotte Hornets, Hornets, Hornets. When, uh, right when I called Gavin during the break and said, all right, man, I'm going to put you on hold. We'll get right to you. Right when I hit hold and put the phone down, Chandler said, put it on the board. <laughs> put it on the board. Yes. Number two. Two for two. Feeling it. All right. Let's get a break in when we return from a former Pirate great pitcher to a couple of active pitchers on this EC roster. Jake Hunter and Wyatt Lunsford Shinkman will join us inside the Pirate Radio studios. Get an update on how the offseason's going. Talk about the scrimmages. And uh, Wes will have a question each for Jake and Wyatt when we return. Pirate Radio Live, back with you after this. two of pirate radio live this hour is brought to you by down on main street washington's favorite place to eat and where all the locals go join down on main street every wednesday for half price wings from 4 p.m to close now back to the show welcome back to the program the best place in greenville to unwind after work and have fun is aj mcmurphy's aj's has daily food and drink specials and on an awesome patio perfect for some outdoor dining there's something for everyone every weeknight, including sports trivia with our very own Eclipse Rock. AJ's has live music every Friday and Saturday with no cover and brunch every Sunday. Make the day an AJ's day. Now let's head back into PRL. Here's your host, Clip Rock. All right, back with you on Pirate Radio Live here on a Wednesday. Great catching up with Gavin Williams a moment ago. 
and now we'll talk to a couple of current pirate pitchers man it's a real shame ryan mccrystal couldn't be here today to talk about the phillies losing last night <laughs> maybe we'll do that soon uh but we do have jake hunter and wyatt lunsford shinkman to my left gentlemen how y'all doing good how are you doing good doing great glad to be here i've uh, been talking to your teammates and about who's throwing and who's uh who's still kind of resting at this point and i believe you guys were on the uh the resting list but you're starting to get going now getting the arms ready yeah yeah we started throwing bullpen two weeks ago yeah around. something like that so we should be right now the plan is to be live for the purple gold world series which is coming up next weekend so is that just about your ecu season and i guess summer as well just using the arm or you know why wait until now to, to get going i would say it's a combination of both summer and the uh, spring like if you add it up we probably both had around 70 to 80 innings so that's a that's a big toll in the arms so to be able to get some time <laughs> off and uh you're not really doing a ton of stuff in the fall i mean so just doing that and then uh, staying healthy yep do y'all talk about number of innings going into a season like in january february do you get with ak coach goblin or do you have those conversations going into it or is it more you have it during the season like here's where i'm at and here's how i feel kind of thing it's pretty much like in the fall and early spring it's more of earning your spot i mean you have obviously your main guys are going to throw more innings so obviously you want to throw a lot of innings but i mean it's kind of a conversation of in season of how you're feeling and if they can keep using you and stuff like that are y'all main guys i'd like to think so, <laughs> <laughs> think so too. there you go uh talking to jake hunter wide lunch for shakeman so you guys will be throwing in the purple gold world series that's the plan that's at least the plan. all right i keep asking any any update on the draft and when that's going to be is that sometime next week when they'll pick teams it should mm. be next, next probably week. probably be on uh thursday if i had to guess yeah it should be next week do we have uh captains yet no nope. we don't yet i hope it's not danny bill <laughs> danny Danny was texting today about how, like, man, I get more questions about when am I coming back on the radio than about pitching. And then he's like, you guys talk junk about me behind my back. How can we talk junk to his face if he's never here? <laughs> I love that he keeps saying, like, an invitation would be nice. Just show up. You're an intern. Like, you're supposed Just show to be up. here. I don't know. What's he doing out there? Is farting around? I guess. I don't know. I ain't seen him all day either. You exactly. ain't seen him? Oh His God. teammates He's not even playing him. baseball anymore. <laughs> Come on, Danny. Uh, so you guys did not throw in the two scrimmages? We did not, no. A whole lot of, whole lot of watching. About 14 innings each day. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Is that kind of a bummer? It's pretty fun, actually, to kind of sit back and watch and okay. see what everyone else has got and you know, trying to help the, the younger pitchers and with the limited knowledge I have on hitting, helping them out a little bit and stuff like that. So Wait, I want to hear about that. What kind of hitting tips are you giving to guys? I mean, just like... What a hitter's like, approach could yeah, be. Like, yeah, just like asking that. them questions to see if they know what they're doing. There you go. All right, well, fans want to know, I do as well, who are the young guys that have stood out so far? And uh, do you mind naming a few names? Let's start with the pitchers. Who's impressed you guys? I would say he's not really a young guy, but he's a new guy to the program, is uh, Aaron Grawler. Uh, I actually live with him, and I played summer ball with him up in uh, Rhode Island. <clears throat> He's kind of stood out to me, just a uh, savvy vet, just getting out any way he can. Jake, anybody stand out to you so far? Um, yeah, he's a freshman, Norby. Yeah. I mean, I feel like he's probably been talked about a lot, but 
I mean, he just he's not going to overpower you or anything, but he just goes out there and gets outs and people get on base. It's like he's just the same guy. Like that's just what you need. How about uh, and and it's not just about the young guys. It's about getting better from year one to year two. In the case of Zach Root, how, how has he come back and looked so far? I think, I think yeah. Go ahead. I think he's matured a lot, just in terms of going about his business every day. And I know I know we all expect big things out of him, so I think he's ready to accept that. And I mean, I'm, obviously, everyone has a lot of grown up to do still in college, but. You know, I think he's matured a lot. So is that both, like, as a pitcher and as a college student, as a young adult type of thing? Like, is that – Jake, you seem like you have a pretty good sense of humor. How's your – what's your maturity level at these days? I think that depends on who you're asking. <laughs> you're asking. I'm asking you. I think I'm very mature. Very mature. I think I'm very mature. But if you ask other people, they may disagree with you. But We just see you dancing and figure yeah. you're just a fun guy to be around, basically. <laughs> Yeah. Whereas Wyatt, and again, I don't know you guys off the field, but Wyatt seems very, a little more calm than you, maybe? I don't know. Am I uh, getting that wrong? You see, it's actually probably the opposite. I, yeah, I think it's ah, the probably the opposite. But Interesting. Okay. I would consider Jake the more mellow out of the two, but we're not like uh, Danny spazzing Beale. out or Danny Beal, just talking <laughs> all the time. From a... Uh, Calm to Danny Bill. Where are you on the scale? Okay, kind of thing. Um, all right, and I've, I've asked you guys this, but what are your main points of improvement in the offseason? And we'll, I'll ask you both. Jake, what do you, what did you focus on getting better at from 23 to 24? Um, mainly just trying to add more pitches to my arsenal and throwing a, more strikes. Like I've always had a good fastball, and that's kind of all I've had. And – so I went over there this summer with the intention to add some some new pitches to help me get back and back here and help the team in any way I can and help us win some games. So, how about you, Wyatt? What did you kind of focus on this offseason? I think I'm pretty much in the same boat as Jake. <clears throat> uh, last year, I relied on my slider a lot. So going into the summer, it was to like, find a fastball identity and work on my other off-speed pitches. And uh, I think we were both pretty successful at it. Jake Hunter, Wyatt Lunsford-Shinkman joining us in the Pirate Radio Studios. If you have a question for the guys, you can get that in on Facebook, YouTube, or X. Um, I had a question for Gavin, which I didn't get to. Sorry, Jansen. So I'll ask uh, these guys this question. Not MLB parks, but college stadiums. Which away stadium is your favorite and least favorite to pitch in? What's your favorite? favorite one i pitched in. and i guess we can include clearwater because i hear a lot of folks and maybe it's hitters that i like really that. don't enjoy clearwater uh, okay maybe that's hitters i don't enjoy that one i got mine my uh my least favorite is probably going to be two lane it's a uh, it's a boom box the ball flies there mm-hmm. um and i'm going to say my favorite is cincinnati <laughs> that is a big field i yeah cincinnati I, looks so I weird pitching at cincinnati it is probably my favorite. It looks so fake. It is. Yeah. It's awesome. <laughs> it's awesome. But yeah, Clearwater's my least favorite place to to pitch at. But if we're talking about like like a college park though. Yeah. Mm, I think Wilmington's up there. It's just kinda like we just don't play well there. Yep. Which fans are on change. you. It's gonna change this year, but I don't know what it is about that place. It just gives me the heebie-jeebies. How about, uh, do you guys like playing in the uh, Durham Bulls Park? 
Yeah. I've never pitched there. Okay. Uh, but I've been in the dugout and I've. Yeah, it's, it's fun. It is fun. Shag and BP's fun there. Another place that has given you guys issues and something bad always seems to happen is at Campbell, which also looks very plastic and fake. But do you like you like the artificial stuff, Jake? I don't Jake? mind. I don't mind Campbell. Yeah. I think it's it kind of reminds me of it kind of does remind me of a lot of Cincinnati, but I don't mind Campbell's feel. Campbell's got the the dirt mound, right? Mm-hmm. I like their mound a lot, but uh, so they have a dirt mound. Is everything yeah. else turfed? I guess. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Jamie says that big wall in center field seems like a disadvantage for hitting. I don't know. You guys don't I get don't in the box. So, I think yeah. that's pretty much at every place. Yeah. The batter's eye? Yeah. I feel like that kind of helps the hitters, if anything. That's what it's meant to do. Yeah. yeah. Is there a pitcher's eye? Is there any stadiums that, like, the background affects you at all? I mean, you're oh, kind of yeah. locked in. I'm there's, sure there is. There's sometimes where home plate looks way farther than 60 feet. <laughs> And then there's some places where home plate looks way shorter than 60. Does that depend on like where the stands start, I guess, or what's behind it? I don't know until I get out there. I'm like, wow. Yeah, I've never, I've never figured that one out too. But uh, it's definitely a real thing. Yeah. Pike says, I hope we never have artificial turf in baseball or football. So in somewhat recent years, I guess you guys turfed everything. What in the foul yeah, areas, right? right? Yeah. But yeah, as I far as the field, I don't mind that stuff. But uh, I like playing on grass. Yeah, I don't I do like too. turf. I like the grass and the dirt more than I like the the turf. Jake Hunter, Wide Lunsford Shankman joining us. I understand the bats uh, performed a little better at Virginia than they did against Clemson. So, how about the uh, the bounce back? And really, for for Cliff, he wants to he wants you guys to win and hit the ball and pitch well, but also get a lot of guys action too, right? So, how did it go from that standpoint, in your opinion? I think it was a total transformation from Clemson to Virginia. Like, I mean, we talked about it in our our team meeting the other day. Like, we flipped a switch in one week like that. Like. We're gonna have a pretty good year. Yeah. But you know, I thought we had a lot tougher at bats and I don't know the exact numbers, but I know we hit the ball a lot harder at Virginia than we did against Clemson. You see the same thing, what? Yeah, I was gonna talk about it from like a pitching perspective. I thought there was a lot more competing in the strike zone early. Not as many free passes, which in turn allowed us to be able to use different pitches, different spots, bring people in for certain batters, which is going to be like what we do in the in the season. So, uh, Ryan mentioned this, and I keep going back to it. He said the crowd for Virginia or for Clemson here uh, was awesome, and he said it kind of rivaled a kind of cold February regular season game. Uh, with uh, How cool is that to play at a place where people care about it that much that they'll go see a scrimmage game, you know, four months before the regular season begins? It's awesome. I mean, it was... I don't remember who I told, but I mean, I, I don't know, somebody around here was like, this is this probably is the most fans that we've had in a, a fall mm-hmm. game, but no, it's awesome. It definitely was an eye-opener for our younger guys that haven't really been on the field in front of that many people to kind of see that and feel that type of energy. So Talk about this with football and basketball-wide, but like you play in front of big crowds, and even if it's a road crowd, you can kind of get the us against the world mentality it'll fire you up if you play in front of a dead crowd you got to fire yourself up it's tougher is that the same for baseball as a, a pitcher out there yeah absolutely when that uh when that crowd's clapping when you got two strikes and you're trying to get a big punch out you know it just gives you a little bit extra motivation but uh yeah we feed off the crowd every single day um 
if it's dead, it's a little bit harder to get going. But, you know, you look at a game where it's like UNC or like a midweek versus NC State and it's packed out, it's easy to get up for those games. Yeah. Uh, Steven Shock, the uh, the big donkey, hung out with you guys yeah. and uh, saw one part of the video. It's a great video. Go check it out on YouTube. He was asking everybody their favorite meats and uh, Jake responded. What did uh, What did Jake say there, Wes? You got that answer that he had? That I told you to have ready? That you said you had? Uh, sausage. Sausage? Yep. Love sausage. Do you have a nickname? Because if not, can we call you Big Sausage? <laughs> That'd be a great nickname. <laughs> you can call me whatever you'd like. All right. I do love a nice eggs with sausage in the morning. It's just It gets me going. Link or patty? Like... Usually you? I like Link, but yeah, I do link. enjoy me a nice patty. <laughs> okay, I mean, whatever. Y'all. Yeah, sausage in general. Big sausage. I went to a wedding, and me and my buddies were uh, were driving, and we saw a turnoff to um, J- Jones Sausage Road. You know what I'm talking about, Wes? You know every road in North yes, Carolina. Yes, sir. Yeah. So that entire weekend at the wedding, we were calling each other Sausage Jones. <laughs> I mean, which would be such a cool name. Hey, I'm Sausage Jones. Oh my. Chandler, do I have the worst stories ever? You always pick on my story. I mean, it's not it's not necessarily a funny story or like a good story. It's just a memory I have. No, Sauces like, Jones. It all sounds like it's about to go to a, the end of a great story. And, and it, it just kind of falls, falls off a cliff. Off cliff. Yeah. I'm like, man, where's the, like, I don't know. Sorry, man. At? I'm not, I'm just telling real all stories. All right. You take it, take it like a, like a, um, you heard it now. He called it Sauces Jones. Yeah. Saw such Jones. So, so it can be meant more. Ways I have no than idea one. what you're talking about, Wes. I usually don't. Uh, can you guys get the headphones on real quick? Because uh, Wes, <laughs> Wesley, his homework. Our producer Wes Hines filling in for Shirley Rhodes was to have one question for each of you. So. Let's start with uh, Big Sausage Jake over here. <laughs> you, won't right. believe, you won't believe what his question is. No, that's not his question. I mean, that, that, you think, guys, you think you guys, guys, what's the question for Jake Hunter? All right, the question is, um, what's your favorite dessert? Hmm, good question. Um, this might be a bit contrary, but I don't really like dessert. Oh but if you had to pick one, if I had to pick one, a nice cookie skillet with ice cream on top vanilla ice cream <coughs> all right it really it's really good good there call go. that is a good answer all right uh what do you got for what okay what's your favorite vegetable Ooh. probably i think i'm gonna go carrot <coughs> okay it's better than broccoli yeah. Dang. I disagree. And I, thought, and, I, and I was thinking you would be the broccoli guy. <laughs> <laughs> what about why it says broccoli guy to you? I'm just curious. I don't know. It's just... Hair, maybe? I can't... Uh, I don't like hair. When you see a person, do you say this is the their favorite vegetable? Like, what kind of vegetable am I? What kind of guy am I? Uh, you're probably cauliflower. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? I've never been insulted like that in my life. I can't believe you just said that to me. And you said it with such disdain. <laughs> Good questions, Wes. Thank yeah. you, man. All right, so you guys are going to get the arms going and uh, be out there. Going to be a lot of fun next Friday, Saturday, and Sunday at the Purple Gold World Series. I know that uh, – who was here most recently? It was um, – who joined us on the show? Baseball. 
we were talking about the controversy maybe it was last week with uh ryan and parker but they were talking about how you you play like you can win the first two and still lose the world series and that was like a huge controversy last year yeah, yeah that happened to us my team lost well we won you the won but lost and then we lost yeah, yeah. so yeah. it's something we sign up for so and, uh, <laughs> we do know the rules it just it was really unfortunate that we only won by a, a combined two runs on Friday oh, and Saturday. It was Dixon the other day, and he was saying that the other team got one extra at bat, and the team, yeah, he, he was all he was still remember. mad about it. I don't yeah, remember. the 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 rules are weird, but uh, I think it's if you win the last game by more runs than you've been outscored or something like that. Yeah, because we lost by three runs and we lost. Right. Or something. I don't know the exact. It just gives the uh, the team that's down a chance, a little bit of extra motivation. There you go. All right. Well, hopefully, y'all are on the winning side this year. Uh, let's get a break in. Thank you, Jake Hunter and Wyatt Luntz for Shankman. We will come back. Patrick, <coughs> excuse me, Patrick Mason will join us. We'll talk about hey, the Bears won, but we got to talk about ECU football as well, and hopefully uh, get that thing on track. We'll talk about that and more when we return. Denny Hoover says the rules are BS. <laughs> Calm down, Mr. Hoover. <laughs> I guess Lane got screwed, maybe. Yeah, he's on my team. <laughs> we'll be back. Pirate Radio Live after this. Listening to Hour 2 of Pirate Radio Live. This hour is brought to you by Down on Main Street, Washington's favorite place to eat and where all the locals go. Join Down on Main Street every Wednesday for half price wings from 4 p.m. to close. Now, back to the show. All right, welcome back to the program. Do you need custom t shirts, apparel, or promotional items for your business, organization, or event? Keep it local and print it local with University Sportswear. Contact them today at universitysportswearenc.com, the official sportswear provider of Pirate Radio. And thinking about taking takeout tonight? Familia can make everything real easy for you with a great selection of Italian food and more. Visit familianc.com to see the full menu featuring pizzas, pastas, salads, and homemade desserts. Place your order online or call 689-6330, and Familia will have your order ready in their convenient drive through window for pickup. Finish up, finish up a busy day with a great dinner for yourself or your family from Familia. Familia on Fire Tower Road near Pitt Community College. Now let's head back into PRL. Here's your host, Cliff. Brock. Great enthusiasm on that read, Chain Man. Thank you. Well you know done. why I'm excited? Why? Take a wild guess. Because Patrick Mason's here? That and take another guess. Because <laughs> the Hornets play tonight. Yes, sir. And what else? <laughs> Sports trivia. Sports trivia. AJ. At AJ's. A lot to be excited about. Chandler is very thankful, and I'm thankful you, you you brighten my day, Chan. So thank you. Thank you. Plop. Uh, Bulls play tonight. Yeah, Bulls. 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 Bull. Okay. 
Bulls hosting the Thunder tonight. Hey. You excited, Patrick? Uh, yeah. Not really. Oh, come on, Patrick. No. Who's on the Bulls roster this year? Same as last year. They ran it back. So you got Zach Levine, DeMar DeRozan, Kobe White. I mean, Alex Caruso. Same average guys. Yeah, you're looking at what's their win total? Chandler, guess the Bulls' win total. I can tell you right now. Do you know it? Yes. Yeah. Right, well, don't say it. I want Chandler right, to guess. 46. 46? 52. I think you're going the wrong direction. Wrong direction. Yeah. Uh, how about 38? Very close. I'm seeing it at a cool 37 and a half. Yep. Mm. So that is a 500 season. That is six games higher than the Hornets. Chandler's going over on every team this year. Hey, let's go over on every win total and see how it works out for us. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, so there you go. Chon's fired up for some Hornets hoops until they lose. For some 30-win Hornet hoops. CL says, Hornets by a million. He's, uh, he's been talking about Hornets basketball all offseason. Who has? Uh, CL in oh, the yeah. chat. He's ready to go. Uh, let's see. Mike P says ENC ties on the Bulls with White being from Goldsboro. Yeah. I didn't know he was from Goldsboro. Yeah, played at UNC. Uh, does he still have the hair? I think he does, yeah. he. Uh, I like the hair. Yeah. He got it. I think he kind of trimmed it at one point in his career. Now it's back. So, Big Dog, are you fixing some or talking? He doesn't know. He's fixing some. Oh, okay. A little bit of both. Why Wait, not both? Uh, both, actually. What yeah. you got? Breaking news from the NBA. All right. Does it involve James Harden? No. All right, good. No. I'm not into it. Normally, I would be into the James stuff, but now it is lames to me. It is. I don't get it. Like, what are we doing? Why? Yeah. He, he goes to a new team. He doesn't like it there, and we have to do this every year. I, I have no time. Look, I, my drama schedule is filled up with <laughs> Michigan football right now. I don't have time for Lames Harden and his mess. Good point. Yeah. Um, what is the news? The NBA All Star Game will be returning to a hundred percent classic format: East versus West and traditional scoring. Okay. So no more of the mess we've seen the past few years of untraditional scoring and team captains yeah. and all that mess. All right. That's out of here. Back to East versus Do you, like, you yeah, like that? Yeah, I like that. I, I prefer the traditional All-Star Weekend format ever. Like, I want the dunk contest and the three-point contest on Saturday night. I like it from a uniform standpoint where you can do cool stuff with East and West. Yes. I didn't really like the what they were doing no in the new format no i didn't like that at all i i want it to be east and west remember when traditional. It was in phoenix and they had those cool jerseys yes, in the and 90s san antonio had san antonio, one i think the, that's what i was thinking of yes the, both of them had one that, that's the two years back to back it's like 94 and 95 yeah back to back they had the coolest uniforms because they did city specific stuff yeah and they kept that trend going for a little bit until like iverson era and then they started wearing the just the team uniforms well i like when they went classic too uh, just the classic like blue east, versus red blue red east west yes. i like that, that I, I prefer that unless you're in a city where you can do something cool with right like right. The utah jersey should be mountainous and the phoenix one should look like you know with cactuses and such and then the san antonio yes. one should be fiesta there you go all right thank yeah. you glenn at the nba desk glenn will keep us up to date on what's going on in the association all season long wimby tonight very excited are you i'm very excited 
I think it's transformational for the league. Yeah, I want to see what he can do. I also think there is like a more than 50% chance he rolls his ankle the first two weeks of the season. It's just another year of the Hornets missing out on a stud. Oh, it's the Anthony Davis draft all over AD, again. Dwight Howard, yeah, whatever. Yeah. All right, um, let's talk a little soup. Mike P. said he had a cheeseburger soup earlier this week. Hmm. Ground beef, shredded cheddar cheese, onions, carrots, celery, potatoes, sour cream, basil, and parsley. He said very good soup. It sounds like it could be good. I might, I might be uh, down to try that. Yeah. Yeah. Give me a bowl. <laughs> Give me a bowl. <laughs> Patrick, you want to talk pirate football? Yeah, let's do it. Yeah. I guess Iowa would beat ECU. Yeah. But how many points would Iowa score against ECU? It would be tough. The thing 20, is, like, Iowa can run the ball a little bit, but that's what ECU is pretty decent. That's what at. I'm saying. Like, right. The the problem with ECU is they just get worn down. Yeah. They're on the field. And Iowa's big boys would, would wear our guys down and probably score 14 in the fourth quarter. But I think before that, it would be like every other ECU game, kind of – 13 to nothing for a while, 13 to 6. Yeah, I think so too. Just yeah, both teams would have a, a nightmare of a time trying to move that ball yeah. or at least trying to score. But I mean, Iowa has a good defense, so ECU it would be in trouble. But yeah. As we see, they probably have some trouble against a lot of defenses. So Yeah, and we had Jared Kalmus on the show yesterday from the Alamo Audible covers UTSA. Talked about how they are susceptible to giving up the big play in the passing game you can hit them over the top you can really exploit them passing and i was just like well but ecu doesn't do that we don't we can't do that right there's no i don't know if there's enough not enough time i don't know if the receivers That's, can get down there fast enough and beat the guy like i, I don't know if we, we can throw it right all three things. All, all three things there's we haven't seen any of that all year yeah and and fans get tired and and, and i i i counted the the plays on it one week where how many times do we run it on first and 10 but thinking about it like our best way to move the football is to hand it to rajay or marlin or one of our backs and try to get two or three yards and if they can get lucky and get six or seven i mean that is unfortunately our best play (laughs) and our best option to move the ball because we are doing nothing in the passing game 88 yards passing last week not good the thing is what i'm honestly really surprised about is that we haven't seen that that really good dominant run game yet from them this year like because we've heard about this this running back room right we got all these awesome guys but right but but my thing is like if if the o-line is having such a a terrible time trying to pass block wouldn't you think you say hey guys we know the snap count we can get off a split second earlier just run into the guy in front of you get a little push and let's move this ball i don't don't understand why that that hasn't materialized yet yeah i mean i'm not gonna blame the backs for what we right they just don't have any any room any to do anything like if we had keaton mitchell he would bail us out on a few and we saw i think we've seen bond do that a couple times yeah. bail us out and uh hopefully he can return i guess uh mike houston said just what did he still say yeah, day to day, day, day and he didn't, he didn't go one way or the other if he's gonna play he just said we hope we get him back soon so that could be saturday it could be you know a week from now two weeks i don't know perry says we would have trouble against air and that's <laughs> one of my questions a bit rhetorical that i asked on saturday like what do we what do we do at practice like, do we look good at practice, do you think? 
Yeah, I they mean, say the coaches tell us they do. Excellent week of practice. They look good. I mean, I, we've heard it all. I just, I don't, I don't know. None of it is translating to the field, and I almost wonder if that might be even worse by saying you're really good in practice, and like, then why isn't it translating? So it's almost like a lose lose there. It's like, yeah, you look great against each other and in shells or whatever you're doing, but man, because I, I mean, I, I don't even know what they don't know either. I, I, I've been would say but what is the identity of this this team you can't hang yeah. your head on much of anything they don't have they don't have anything i mean it has been that way since probably spring but definitely the beginning of fall camp chandler and i went out there uh, you were you out there and did you say we saw four pick sixes by four different quarterbacks when we were yeah. out there that first scrimmage and that's you know they you know defense is playing great and yeah. it's like yeah but, you know, you'd like not to throw pick sixes, I guess. Yeah. I mean, it has been a struggle. I, I was thinking about this, too. Like, the season started off with ECU hiring a play-by-play voice and then having to let go of them. That's true. In, like, a matter <laughs> of, what, a week? You Bad omen. The air. Yeah. And it hasn't gotten any better since. No. We talked to poor Jim Zoki yesterday, who has seen ECU win one game and the Panthers win zero games. Mm. And that is his entire life right now. That's tough. With the travel on top of it he's going from san antonio to charlotte mm. in a few hours this week man and calling uh likely a couple of losses yeah that's i mean that's definitely a tough gig back to back you gotta really love what you do i, I loved his line uh yesterday when uh he said that his uh wife went with him to the last ecu game and he said about halfway between greville and charlotte she asked are you having fun are you enjoying <laughs> this <laughs> I'll tell you what it was. So it was the SMU game. It was that Thursday. My mom came into town. Um, she she got into town Wednesday oh, no. night and she left Sunday morning. So she was there for what three four days. And so her and my girlfriend actually came up with me to the football game. They got tickets and they sat there. I think at halftime, my girlfriend texted me and said, "I think I made a I might have made a mistake coming to this game." <laughs> hmm. So uh, yeah, that, that's kind of how it goes. When were your parents last in town for a game? Was it baseball? Yep, baseball. Okay. Yeah, it was that Campbell game that was back and forth. And oh yeah, great. Was, game. Yeah, really good game. You gonna bring them in for a hoops game? That's what I said. You, you got to finish off, you know, the hoops. So, and I think hoops is gonna be exciting on, on both teams. So that's something to look forward to in what less than two weeks now. Yeah, let's uh, let's get a break in. We'll do one more segment with P Mace, and we'll be off to. Something I dread. <laughs> ECU football press conferences. Chan will take over. We've got Wes's question for Patrick Mason coming up. And more. Hour three. We're going to make you a winner. We've got a lot to do. An hour to do it. Back with you after this. We're no strangers to love. You know the rules. And so do I. I broke commitments while I'm thinking of.
You're listening to Hour 3 of Pirate Radio Live. This hour of PRL is brought to you by Bud Light. Reminding pirate fans to stay in the game and drink responsibly. Bud Light, the official beer of the ECU Pirates and proudly distributed by Carolina Eagle Distributing since 1989. Now, back to the show. All right, welcome back to the program. Country Mart has been locally owned and operated for over 40 years and is your premier country store serving the best cheese biscuits and country food around. Country Mart is open every day and has two locations in Bethel on Highway 11 and in Stokes on Highway 903. Both Country Mart locations are top-of-the-line fuel stations serving shell gas, including 93 ethanol-free high-octane gas. Country Mart fueling you up with the great food and your engines with great gasoline. Now let's head back into PRL. Here's your host, Luke Rock. Back with you, Pirate Radio Live. Watching highlights of the Phillies lose to the Diamondbacks. and Gotta love it. I mean, just seriously... I just want to say ha 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 not much i can say phillies beat my team two straight years in the playoffs when it counted but misery loves company uh pike says if we had a shuttle if we had a way to shuttle fans in via train from say charlotte raleigh greensboro to football and baseball games wonder how many season passes we could sell hmm four yeah, not not many. Not only just because I think you know the sports are fun. It's that's just a that's a whole day kind of thing. That's a whole adventure. I mean, I don't know if I've ever been on a train to go somewhere. I heard that there's one that like for uh, Washington games that would be that is pretty convenient to take. I mean, it's like a good you question. leave out of Wilson or something. Do you know the train system, Wes? Yes, Amtrak. <laughs> Amtrak. There yep. you go. You ever been to a vacation via train? No, I have. Yeah. I honestly think it'd be fun though. Just sit like in the the car, and you don't have to drive. You just hang out with some friends, play some cards. Yeah, I don't know. Drink some drinks, hang out. What's the um, like the transportation mode in Chicago? They have like a subway or a yeah. Uh, it's called the L, so it's like it's elevated above the, the okay. City. Gotcha. So, but yeah, yeah. It's, I mean, you can get around pretty good with that thing. Uh, Pike, I don't know. To answer your question, I, d- I just wonder if someone's like in Goldsboro or, or not Goldsboro, whatever Greensboro. he said. Yeah, Greensboro. It's like, I, man, show a little I, respect to our cities here. Patrick. I really wish. Uh, isn't Goldsboro is a city? It is, but um, you just and then you said whatever. Yeah, well, exactly. So is someone is someone in there just saying, man, if only, I would love to go to this game if only the train would pick me up. Wait, aren't that's you a Rocky Mount guy? Yeah. Well, you should know Goldsboro, right? Yeah, for sure. That, that's why I got it mix, mixed up. If I remember right, um, there there is a bus that will go from wilson to goldsboro named amtrak oh yeah all right that that's the people how does that help us out to get people to greenville though all right um, (laughs) that same amtrak bus gets to greenville there you go all right load it up now if we could get from all aboard goldsboro to wilson no wes we gotta go we gotta (laughs) gotta go go westward raleigh charlotte that's that's another amtrak train That's NC train. We need one of those brochures that just has yeah. eight million times. Have you seen the um, the um, the uh, public service announcement about nctrain.gov or something like that? Mm, I don't know. I used to know the. Uh, I went to feel like the DC area so much. I knew the metro system pretty well. Yeah, all the stops. Uh, Eric said, "Cool, neat story, Wes." <laughs> I thought, I mean, look, I thought Wes brought something to the table there. We're asking about trains, transportation. He had some answers. He had the answer. Yeah. While we're talking to Wes, uh, we got to leave here in a few minutes, Wes. So let's go and get your question for P Mace. What is your question of the day for Patrick Mason? Okay. Uh, are you, um, do you like a theme uh, park? 
Do I like theme parks? Yeah. Uh, yeah, I, I've been to a few. Okay. Since you uh, like a theme park, um, what is your favorite ride? Okay. Favorite ride you've of all time. Of Great all time. Question, that, that is a good question. I, I, I don't know if it. I guess I guess it counts. The water ride. There's a a log ride. Yeah. I think it was at. It's not Bush Garden. It was at Kings Dominion. Yeah. I went. There's some sort of water ride. I had yeah. a good time at. I'll, I'll probably say that one because I, okay. I not many more come to mind. But I like I like the water rides. There you go. West, you ride anything at the uh, State Fair? No. Yeah. I, um, believe it or not, my riding days are old. I believe you. Did you play in the play any of the games? No. I'll do the games, but if I'm at a fair or like a carnival, you will not catch me on those things. I'm not. Yeah. I'm not like a teacup spinning guy or just the pop up. Well, you can see week. bolts like fly off the yeah. rides yeah. as you're on them. No, thank you. It's a little, a uh, little nerve wracking. No way. Wes, what's your all time favorite ride? In fact, you are such a you're a theme park enthusiast, right? I was. Yeah. You were. Could you name like a top three all time? Yep. All right. What you got? I would go with uh, Intimidator. Uh, that's the man that's, answer. That's number three. Let it. Sorry. Why are you talking? All right. I just want to see his reaction. It's going to be uh, intimidate. Let's count down from three to one. Intimidator number Intimidator. three. Number two. Okay, that's uh, um, the the now depreciated. Uh, depreciated. Yeah, they don't have it anymore. Uh, uh, the. What, what's that thing they just closed <laughs> at, at Disney World? Um, Splash Mountain. Yes. Chandler. All right. You got All the right. other one, Chandler. And now number one. Yeah, is Chandler just going to name your whole list? <laughs> See, the Intimidator, Splash Mountain. Chandler, what's Remember we said number one was? Not <laughs> yeah. our, our number one is at Carowinds. Oh, uh, Rebel Yell. No. Um, I ain't been in Fury? a while. Yeah, Fury... Three six five, th- three two five. Three. I don't know if I've been on that. Well, let me tell you, they they actually had to take it out of service uh, part of this year. Why is that? Uh-oh. Ooh, a little. Uh, it broke. Somewhere. It broke at the top. Mm. Oh boy. So, mm. but Yikes. I will tell you, mm. that was the that was the number one, and believe it or not, it's been getting top ratings for uh, for years ever since it's been on, open. And I was um, train number five um, to ride it first. <laughs> Wait, you're so train number. Five. You were on the first ride ever, is what you're saying? The first day it was. It, it was and you open. were on train five. You were on, on train, train five. five. Okay. The first train was was. Um, you love your Panthers, I know you do. But the pr- first train was paid for by. Um, the former quarterback Jake DeLome Kerry no. Collins keep, Kerry. Going, keep going back we can't go back too much for uh, Chris Winkie oh god I'm trying to tell what you what year it, back, right? it would be 2009 Jake DeLome That's, uh, well what's the guy's name do you know his name I don't remember his name I thought you would know if you. Uh, I'm, I'm giving you the name. That was the name track to nowhere. Sorry, I did I tell you 2009? Yeah. 2010, 2011. Who was that? Cam Newton. Or That's like- it. Cam Newton. <laughs> Cam Newton did. Cam Newton paid for the first train. Okay. 
So is he on the ride? No. Okay. But he paid a million dollars. Okay. The, for that ride. All right. Give, uh, give it to charity. You know what Eric's wife' favorite ride is, Wes? What's that? He said Space Mountain. Woo! There you go. Little Ric <laughs> Flair there. Remember the shockwave, Wes? Yeah, that's gone. All right. Stand up, Carol- stand up roller yeah. coaster. That's gone. Yep, I used to like at, that. At both places. Carowinds teams with Cam Newton charity and auction of first Fury 325 ride. Look at that. <laughs> mm. Wes uh, remembers it all. In fact, Patrick, are you aware that Wes's first memory of his life came when he was six months old? <laughs> that sounds incredible. All right, let, me, let, me uh-huh. t- let me tell you this. Um, there was a camera that they had a video feed on the um, Carowinds website. I actually watched um, them build that ride. The whole from, thing? from start to finish? So like you groundbreak just, to everything? You sat there for eight months and watched it? You I mean, watched the groundbreaking and then watched the final like piece put? Yes, I did. <laughs> <laughs> I, I found out when the, when the, um, the last piece was going to be put on and I yes, I pulled it up and watched it. And then I started watching the trains do the, uh, do the test. Uh, but uh, you're ride. into that stuff. You're in. You're, you like. I, w- I was into that stuff. I can't do it now. Right. right. But I mean, you can still. Understood. You can still sit there and watch a, a roller coaster being yes. built. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. The only type of things I, I watch like that is when you say you're like in an ice rink, and then they like you know hockey games over, they take it down and put the basketball you know mm-hmm. court over yeah. I, I like seeing those makeovers those time but, laps yeah, yeah. What, yeah what gets me is um you see baseball stadiums uh um uh, being leveled the day after um, the um uh, the game you're big into implosions and things like that <laughs> you know i actually just saw the, big the dallas guy. stadium be imploded <laughs> there was a video that came up about that the other day that's crazy Right. blew that place up eric uh oh, said yeah. that carrie collins funded a roller coaster did you hear about this guy <laughs> oh yeah let's hear it. just the actual panthers carrie collins funded a roller coaster called the dewey it was a simulation of him riding with his drunk horse <laughs> <laughs> it was a simulation of riding with his drunk horse yeah mm. so like i guess you're sober but Every car has a Carrie Collins like hologram or dummy in it, and you're like, "Whoa!" You're like, "Hit the oh, brakes, Carrie! Watch out for that!" Oh. And then you take the corner, and he tells a racist I'm joke. Carrie <laughs> tells a racist joke to you, and uh, yeah, it's a fun ride. Mm. I let the Titans donate no record to start their year. Jamie said, "Wes surfing YouTube for demolitions and implosions." Wes is a huge YouTube guy. What do you like to usually watch up there, Wes? Cruises. Uh, Cru- yeah, yeah. Right. big cruise guy. I'm, um, I watch two. Um, Two um, particular people in per in for good. Uh, <laughs> what? There's two different channels that I watch. Okay, that's about, a simple way to uh, say about, that. Um, for good cruising. Okay, all right. And uh, I, and it's it's the first thing I do when I go home. My dog knows I'm going going to the bedroom. The dog hasn't <laughs> used the bathroom for eight hours. And watch Don and Tony. <laughs> the dog's like, Don please take Tony. me out. <laughs> Would you rather watch Don and Tony than Clip and Patrick right now? Mm. Be honest with me, Wes. You can say yeah. Just say yeah. You know, look. Just say Hesitation yeah. means yes. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Wes is great. This is KC. He said, Wes is great, but I would like to speed him up 1.25x like podcast. Oh, <laughs> no <God>. offense, Wes. <laughs> if we could speed you up a little bit. I'm country. That's what country. <laughs> I'm country. Way back. 
That's, I'm a, that's the redneck in me. Jamie says Wes needs an Oculus and he can take virtual cruises. That'd be cool. <laughs> Just sit in your bathtub and <laughs> <laughs> pop the headset. But on. the best part of the cruise is the food, Wes. We got to get that, that you food. You are not dying, lying. <laughs> Hopefully. <laughs> and he's not dying. Not. Nor am I dying. <laughs> yeah. But aren't we all? I mean, my, um, I'm going on another cruise next year. Already looking forward to it. Yes. All right. Where are you going? Uh, I think I'm going to. Uh, um, God knows it. I, I forget it every time. I'll tell you what, Patrick will be back C- next C- Wednesday. C- Could you tell C- us by then? See, 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 Costa Rica. Croatia. Uh, no. Cancun. No. Um, Cozumel. Cozumel. I've been there. I've been there. Okay. <laughs> Patrick, do you feel like you wasted your time today? A little bit. <laughs> Thanks. Thanks a lot. I mean, this is the show. What, what? This is the show. All right, we got like two or three minutes left. What should we have hit on today that we did? Man, I, I was thinking about this. Like, how much? What else could we get into about ECU football? No, I'm good that on that topic. And then that, that's what I'm saying. We could talk. We, hoops. we talked a little soup. Yeah, we could talk a little hoops. hoops soup. Oh, by the way, new podcast with Patrick Mason called Soup and Hoops. Soup and out. Hoops. Yeah, uh, make sure you download that. that. By the way for real for real though uh mag mccarthy in max opinion one-on-one with to terrell owens is available now in fact wes uh you got that ready for six o'clock uh or you will have it ready oh you want me to run it again yes sir yes all right we'll do it. tuesday and uh wednesday we're gonna run that at six o'clock the great terrell owens and did you know do you know so mag mccarthy is a former basketball coach mm-hmm. uh joins us do you know why he would talk to Terrell Owens? I do not, actually. I don't know the connection. Because T.O. not only played football at Chattanooga, he played on the basketball team, and Coach Mack was his coach. Okay. So, uh, I can definitely see T.O. hooping. And Coach Mack said he was, like, the best teammate, said he was a pretty good player, but didn't. In fact, I wonder if we can pull up his stats. Like, he was not a star yeah. or anything. Um, He's got the personality for basketball. T.O. Which is, with the just you just can see his face and be all out there yeah, celebrating yeah, he, and stuff. Right, right. So TO average one point five points per game. In Chattanooga. How much did Coach Mack play him? Six minutes a game mm. he got in. But uh yeah, there you go. His numbers. Interesting. Did he shoot any threes? <laughs> uh, I, th- I think TO is like a dunk on you kind of guy. Never made a three. Yeah. I feel like he's just an above-the-rim kind of dude. I bet he could throw down some nasty dunks oh, yeah. in his time. Mm-hmm. Uh, but that podcast is coming out, and we are excited about Pirate Hoops. We'll talk more about that next week with you, Patrick. Yeah, but that'll be fun. Looking forward to it. We've got a best of coming up Friday. I've got full men's and women's uh, media day recaps coming up on that best of. Uh, real quick, Chandler, uh, favorite interview from men's and women's media day? Uh, let's see. Other than Mark Adams, who oh, will join man. us on the show tomorrow. I'll probably go I'll probably go Cam Hayes. Okay. Women's, I'll probably go let's see. Probably Mama. Okay. Yeah. Interesting. Uh I'm gonna go Brandon Johnson and the Weiss twins. I like talking to the twins. Yeah. Patrick, how about you? Probably Schwartz. I know it's like a little good bit of a cop out, but I miss talking to that guy. Women, is it Kaya Miller? Kaya? Um, what, what is his face? <laughs> what is this face? First of all, face? you went Mike Schwartz? Yeah. And then you went. What about the players? Then you didn't just, even know the other name? Yeah. Well, it's, it's, 
Been a little bit. Just okay. I got a really good story out of her, and she was just fun to talk to. Incoming freshman Miller. Yes. Okay. Oh, I liked a freshman too. And you know what? I don't remember her name. Oh, now, now look at us. Now, now he's, he's got his big old computer machine out there. And look at this guy. I like getting past this guy. Yes, up. I love it. He I said, love firing what is this Patrick face? a little bit. Yeah, what, what is this? Um, okay, favorite men's player you talked to? Got the old Google machine out, for sure. Um, probably Brandon Johnson. Okay, Karina Gordon was awesome to talk to. Yes. And you're uh, Kaya Miller? Yep. All right. I had a really good conversation. Yeah, I liked it. I think, I think the women's team is going to be a lot of fun. Patrick, um, I noticed this when you walked in today, and you sat in front of me in the Mike Houston press conference yesterday. Uh-oh. You have a uh, swimmer's back, <coughs> swimmer's shoulders. Yeah, you have like, broad, <laughs> like a broad back. Broad back. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. I, I, I just have got lucky with body type just for swimming, I guess. But, but my back hurts all the time, so I don't know if it's all that good. All right, well. You look, you, you look good. You look like you're in good shape. Thanks, ma'am. Mike P. said, Hoops and Soups is a great idea for a pod or segment on PRL. I agree. I like it. Um, Cass said, great segment. See? Hey, there we go. The more West, the better. West, we got to leave you, man. All right, go ahead. But Chon will be taking over here, and Yoey will be taking that seat, and uh, Pirate Radio Live will roll on. Well, I will talk to you folks on Thursday. Chon will take it the rest of the way, and we'll have a giveaway coming up later on this hour as well. P. Mace, thanks for hanging out. Enjoy your time in San Antonio. Oh, yeah, thanks. And uh, check out Patrick's work on the page of the Daily Reflector and online reflector.com. We'll be back with more Pirate Radio Live after this. I'm a little dangerous. I'm covering my Helping friends. 531 7494 for East Coast grading and utilities. This is Will Bell. I am your current city councilman at large for Greenville. I'm running for my fourth term. I feel the most important issues in this election are safety of our citizens, bringing more jobs to our city, and making Greenville the best place for first responders to call home. I pledge that I will not vote for a tax increase and I will work hard with partnerships like the Greenville ENC Alliance. Please vote for me, Will Bell, on November 7th for Greenville City Council at large. Paid for by committee to elect Will Bell. This is Roger Harris, and you're listening to Pirate Radio, the voice of the Pirate Nation. You're listening to Hour 3 of Pirate Radio Live. This hour of PRL is brought to you by Bud Light. Reminding Pirate fans to stay in the game and drink responsibly. Bud Light, the official beer of the ECU Pirates and proudly distributed by Carolina Eagle Distributing since 1989. Now, back to the show. Welcome back to the show. Down on Main Street, Washington's favorite place to eat where all the locals is down on Main Street. 
Down on Main Street's famous weekday lunch specials are only $7.99. Stop by for the house salad with grilled chicken, the half club sandwich with chips, or everyone's favorite, the fried shrimp plate. After work, Down on Main Street is the perfect spot for dinner and drink on the patio. Join Down on Main every Wednesday for half-price wings from 4 p.m. to close. Down on Main Street, on Main Street in historic downtown Washington. Now back into the show with our host, Chandler Honeycutt. Joey! <laughs> there you go, man. Good. Read Joey. very well. All right. Back into Pirate Radio Live on a Wednesday. Got Wes Hines on the audio, audio side of things. And Joey is back. Yes, sir. I know, jo- Joey, you've been here for the past, like, hour not doing anything. <laughs> I know you're glad to be uh, back in the video chair doing something. No, but it was good. That was the last chat. It was a good chat from uh, Wes in that last segment, so it was good. Dude, having Wes here is just a treat. Because, you, <laughs> one, you don't know what he's going to say, and, two, you're going to laugh. <laughs> Absolutely. Good. So, I like learning. I, and I feel like I learn something new about Wes every time he comes in, too. So. Wes, it's good to have you here. Glad to be here. Um, so, uh, we'll uh, surely we'll be back tomorrow uh, on a Thursday edition of Pirate Radio Live. So, uh, I've got some Mike Houston cuts for you. ECU and UTSA coming up on Saturday at 3.30. We'll get you started at 11.30 on the Bud Light pregame tailgate. After the game, it's the U.S. Cellular 5th Quarter Collins Show. Pirates looking for their first conference win as they are 0-3 in the American. They're 1-6 overall. 4-3 is UTSA overall, and they are 3-0. In the conference, so you got one team looking for their first win, looking to uh, force the first loss on their opponent. Uh, Pirates going down to San Antonio. I'll be there, uh, me and Jenny, and I believe P Mace is going to be there on behalf of the Daily Reflectors. So looking to be going to Texas for the second time. Went to Rice earlier this year. Going back now to watch uh, the Pirates take on the Roadrunners of UTSA. Mike Houston, we talked to him yesterday, and here was his opening comments at yesterday's press conference. Well, new uh, new week, a new opponent, so uh, getting ready to start practicing and preparing for UT San Antonio, um, you know, well into preparations on them, and, uh, you know, very impressed with uh, a team that we thought would be pretty good uh, coming into the season. Um, you look at them on uh, film, uh, veteran football team, uh, you know, mostly seniors in the two deep across the board, uh, seventh year quarterback, uh, Frank Harris, and, you know, got a chance to meet him this summer, very impressive young man, uh, you know, just kind of a, uh, a guy that charismatic, uh, you know, carries himself really well, uh, I would imagine probably really a positive leader uh, there in that locker room, uh, got a chance to know Coach Trailer over the last uh, year or so. Um, and just a, a solid guy and a really good football coach. So a uh, great challenge down there in San Antonio. Uh, they have a very passionate fan base. Um, it'll be a loud atmosphere uh, in the dome down there uh, and a tremendous challenge for our roster. So uh, the kids are motivated to uh, get back on the winning track uh, and motivated to get down there and, and compete at a high level. Uh, obviously disappointed in uh, the outcome of the, the game Saturday uh, and just a uh, very close game that we just did not uh, did not make the plays when we had the opportunities in order to get the win. Uh, but uh, the players are motivated to get that corrected, and so are the coaches. So uh, we'll be back at it this afternoon. All right, there's Mike Houston's opening comments from yesterday's press conference. Uh, Clip Brock now on the way to 
the War Medicine Building to talk to the head coach, Mike Houston, and also the coordinators, Blake Harrell, the defensive side of the ball. And then on the offensive side of the ball, they'll talk to Donnie Kay, uh, Donnie Kirkpatrick. And also from yesterday's press conference, Mike Houston was asked, do you hope that this week can be a reset heading out on the road and refocusing from the team? Here was his answer. Well, I just, I, uh, hopefully. The thing I really want to see the kids do, and it was my message to the coaching staff this morning, is just, you know, stay true to who we want to be. Uh, stay true to who I know the kids want to be. Um, you know, do things the right way. Uh, prepare the right way. Um, and we want to go down there and play the way uh, all of us uh, expect the Pirates to play. And uh, it's going to be a very physical ball game. It's going to be two teams that play really hard. Uh, obviously, we've got to do some better things execution-wise. We've got to do a great job this week preparing the kids uh, for that. Uh, but, you know, the, the big thing for the players, I just want them to go out there and, and, and play the game the way we know we want to play it. The offense has been a struggle this year for the Pirates as they only put up uh, and continue to show on Saturday versus Charlotte. They only put up seven points, and that was thanks to a muffed punt return set the Pirates up pretty to score off of a Shane Calhoun reception. Uh, Mike Houston was asked, what went wrong offensively versus Charlotte? Here was his answer. Well, I mean, it's 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 not, not just necessarily one thing. I mean, uh, you know, at times we, we had some positive plays and we had some things that, uh, you know, we, we did well. Um, I think the probably the biggest thing that keeps biting us is consistency. Um, you know, I, I do think that they are a very good defensive football team. I said that last week when we were sitting here, uh, you know, in, in, our, in our press conference. Uh, I think they've got great talent. I think the, they play their scheme very well. Um, and, uh, you know, they've done that all year against a really tough schedule. So, um, you know, those are the kinds of teams we've got to execute really well against. And, you know, having a, you know, a positive play on first down and then, you know, not doing a great job execution-wise on second down, putting you in the third and long, uh, you know, that's the consistency I'm talking about. And so we've got to, you know, whether you're talking about the offensive line, the quarterbacks, the receivers, you know, whomever you're talking about, um, you know, we've got to be more consistent with our execution play in and play out uh, in order to drive the football. Last year for the Pirates, it was not on the offensive side of the ball that was the issue or the concern like it is last year. Was it defense? We, we we are seeing great defense this year. We saw it last year. An issue and a concern that we saw last year from this Pirate squad was the special teams. A lot of missed field goals, a lot of uh, miscues on the special teams side of the ball. Uh, it all started in that NC State game when Owen Daffer missed the extra point, ended up missing uh, the the game-winning field goal at the end of that game, and then we kind of saw it um, as that season went on. Uh, it hasn't been an issue so far this year until on Saturday. There was two missed field goals. Um, there was a missed, uh, missed chip shot. Um, and it was right off the right crossbar. Uh, and then the last one that he missed was to at least tie the game. Instead, uh, Andrew Conrad missed the field goal, and the Pirates lose to, uh, 10 to 7. Uh, Mike Houston was asked, What happened on the two missed field goals? You know, it's um, the issue was his plant foot, I mean, and, and follow through. Um, and just uh, uh, off just a little bit. Um, I do think that, uh, you know, that's something he'll learn from. Uh, Whether it's the first kick or the second kick, uh, you know, I have a lot of confidence in him. 
Uh, he has created that confidence by his performance day in and day out uh, in practice and in ball games. I think he has tremendous talent. Uh, I would not hesitate to trot him out there at any in any situation uh, this week. Uh, and uh, so I just I think he's you know he's a competitor. And that's the thing I really like about him is you know he he he. He gets motivated. He doesn't get in his head. He gets motivated, uh, you know, to, to perform well and uh, takes a lot of pride in that for the team. So I expect him to learn from that, uh, uh, those two kicks uh, and to go out and do a great job this week and be ready to go on Saturday. As the Pirates are one and six on the season, they're, they have entered the second half of their season. Um, Mike Houston was asked, "Will we see? Will we start to see younger players play on the field, uh, including a guy like Sam Danka or uh, Brock Spalding? Will they be playing more?" Um, and Mike Houston said, "This. I mean, I, th- I think you get to this point in the year, you're playing a lot of guys, and certainly Sam and Brock have have played at certain points throughout the year, and you know those guys are guys that we." We're, you know, certainly depending on for the future. Um, so I think you could see those guys, uh, you know, at certain certain times and, and more uh, as the season winds on. Um, I think that, you know, you start getting bumps and bruises. Uh, and so certainly then the, your depth really comes into play. And so that's when you see, you know, a lot of younger guys get on the field, whether it be on special teams, offense or defense. All right, and the last question before we take a break and, get, and make you a winner. Mike, Mike Houston was asked, how do you prepare to play in the Alamo Dome? Here was his answer. Well, you know, you can't truly prepare for being inside uh, because we don't have a, a space that's indoors. So, um, you know, we'll try to create as much uh, noise uh, as we can for the offense to try to, uh, you know, mimic uh, what's going to be a very loud environment. Uh, that's what we did when we played in the uh, Fargo Dome up at uh, North Dakota State. Uh, and then, you know, you really stress your communication. You know, your, your communication has to be visual and verbal. Uh, you know, everybody has to really focus, uh, you know, making sure everybody's got the call and everybody's communication uh, is clean. Uh, and then, you know, we'll try to get there a little bit early for uh, kickoff on Saturday and give our, you know, kickers, punters, returners, uh, receivers, all those guys a chance to just, you know, optically go in there and catch balls and kicks and punts and stuff uh, indoors. And, you know, by the time we get through with uh, the early warm-up stuff, they should be fine. Four and three UTSA versus one and six East Carolina going at it this Saturday at three thirty in the Alamo Dome. Wes Hines, I have a trivia question for you. What former NBA team used to play in the Alamo Dome? San Antonio Spurs. Boom shakalaka. Ding ding ding, we have a winner. Speaking of a winner, let's open up the booty bag. Let's take a timeout. Let's give it away. Just give it away. Well, just give it away. There ain't nothing in this studio worth fighting over. Well, the phone lines are already buzzing anyway. So just give it away. And that's what we'll do. We'll give it away. Joey, what are we giving away today? Today we're giving away a gift card to A.J. McMurphy. A.J. McMurphy's. It's Wednesday tonight at 8 o'clock. It'll be sports trivia with our very own Clip Brock coming up at A.J.'s tonight. You'll have a chance to win a gift card to there. We'll take caller number four on the Halloween Express live line. 317-1250 is the number. Call in now. Caller number four is a winner. Stay tuned. We'll be right back when we return right after this.
You're listening to Hour 3 of Pirate Radio Live. This hour of PRL is brought to you by Bud Light. Reminding pirate fans to stay in the game and drink responsibly. Bud Light, the official beer of the ECU Pirates and proudly distributed by Carolina Eagle Distributing since 1989. Now, back to the show. Welcome back to the show. Russell's, Russell's Clothing in downtown Washington is everything you need for game day or any other day for men and women. Whether it's dressed casual or even a formal occasion, Russell's has you covered. Russell's has served Eastern North Carolina and beyond for 40 years with quality clothing and personal service. Russell's Clothing on Main Street in downtown Washington. Pirates, supporting pirates. And today our winner is Blake Henderson out of Greenville. He won a gift card to AJ McMurphy's. The best place in Greenville to unwind and work after work and have fun in AJ's McMurphy's. AJ's has daily food, drink specials, and awesome patio. Perfect for some outdoor dining. There is something for everyone every weeknight, including sports trivia with our own very Libbrock. <laughs> AJ's has live music every Friday and Saturday with no cover and brunch every Sunday. Make today an AJ's day. And back into the studio with our host, Chandler Honeycutt. Well done. Well done, Joey. I see why you stutter. Well, I know. It happens, it ain't to, the easy. Be- it ain't it happens easy. to the best of us. It oh. even happens to the great Shirley Rhodes. Sometimes yeah. she flubs. I mean, look, it happens. We're humans. Mistakes happen. Flubs happen. Stutters happen. It's okay, man. See, now how you, you know how I feel. Look, I just stuttered there. I'm yeah. a human. You're a human. Wes is a human, I think. Yeah, I think I'm a human. <laughs> but look, mistakes happen, but you're doing a good job. You don't usually do that. <laughs> but you had to read the first ad, say who the winner was, say where they're from, and then read another ad. I mean, that's that's tough, man. Here's yeah, a, here's, another, and now, here's another ad. And now we're going to give you the stock market report. Let's do it. What do you got, Wes Hines? All right, the Dow is down 105 points at 33,036. NASDAQ is down 308. 19 at 12,821. The SP 500 down 61 at 4187. On your Wells Fargo Advisors Financial Report for a personal look into investing, calls Wells Fargo Advisors today at 756 6900 in Greenville. Wells Fargo Advisors LLC member SIPC. Man. This is, I mean, that's great stuff right there. Great job, Joey. Great job, Wes Hines. Great to have Wes Hines in studio with us uh, the past couple of days. Uh, Shirley Rhodes will be back tomorrow uh, on a Thursday edition of Pirate Radio Live. Let's get back to some of these Mike Houston cuts as the Pirates and the Roadrunners are going at it 330. Uh, I believe... Uh, man, I shouldn't have said this because I can't remember what uh, what network it's on. But it is going to be at 3.30. I'll tell you what the Bud Light pregame tailgate is going to be on. It's going to be on Facebook and YouTube for Pirate Radio TV. It's also going to be on 92.7 FM right here in Greenville, 104.1 FM in Washington. And then after the game, to tune back into Pirate Radio or tune back into Pirate Radio as we'll have the U.S. Cellular fifth quarter Collins show. Oh, by the way, forgot to mention this. During the game, we're going to be with you all day long with the Bud Light pregame tailgate. And then during the game, it's the Celsius watch party. It's going to be Clip Brock, Jason Nichols, and and guess who? Bryce Williams. Big Bryce Williams will be making his way back into the Pirate Radio Studios for a second time this week as he will be a part of the Celsius watch party for ECU versus UTSA. And then he'll also be a part of the U.S. Cellular fifth quarter Collins show. So great to have Bryce in there for some awesome content, some awesome game day content. 
content for you coming up on Saturday right here on Pirate Radio. So let's get back to Mike Houston's comments. The last time we touched on was how do you prepare to play in the Alamo Dome? Now we'll see what he said when it, the question was asked, do you plan to get Raheem Jeter more playing time this season? Here was his answer. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Um, you know, uh, with a lot of those guys in that freshman class, which we really like that class, you know, you want to try to get them, uh, you know, playing time anytime you can. Now, you want to, you know, if, if, if it's the right situation, which, you know, you're trying to, you want to protect the red shirt. Um, and unless they're playing a lot, you know, if they're playing a lot, then that makes sense to use them a lot. Um, so, you know, you hope to get him in for four games and you hope to get him some snaps under his belt. Uh, obviously, he's improved a good bit since the spring and he will continue to improve, you know, being a true freshman. All right, the next question here is a question that a lot of people wanted to be asked to Mike Houston. The question was, have you thought about changing play calling duties to try to provide a spark offensively? Now, is that the answer that you want to hear? I don't know. Let's hear it. Here's well, I mean, I've watched um, the game multiple times by now and watched it very closely from a standpoint of uh, watching the play call, uh, watching the defensive call, uh, knowing what uh, is supposed to happen with the play call, uh, and you know, seeing where you know the issues are, and uh, you know, I'm going to do whatever is best to give the Pirates the best opportunity to win on game day, and uh, you know, right now we need to. We need to coach better during the week as far as it comes to execution. And we need to execute the plays that are called better. And that's, uh, that's on us as coaches to prepare the, the players better. Uh, and so, you know, right now that's my focus. Uh, but, you know, you know, I'm not happy with where our record is and I'm not happy with the way we're playing. Um, and I know that we've got to put points on the board. I know we've got to, you know, play more consistent offensively. Um, you know, so I'm going to always be evaluating every aspect and do, you know, what is best to give the Pirates the best opportunity to be highly successful on game day. And, uh, and that's where we are. Okay. Um, the next question. Now, I like this. I like, and I noticed this the start of the season. And I especially noticed it when I was in Dowdy Ficklin Stadium watching the games. On the kickoff team, there's a lot of starters that are on the kickoff team. I think I saw Jeremy Lewis out there. Julius Wood's been on the kickoff team. There's a lot of starters, a lot of guys that play a lot that's on the kickoff team making plays. The guy that we've seen make plays on the kickoff team is Javius Bond. Unfortunately, the thing I don't like about this is the chance of these players getting hurt. We saw that on the Thursday night game against SMU on the very opening kickoff. Javius Bond went down. I remember listening to the broadcast with Kevin Monroe and Jim Zoki. They said that he he wasn't able to put any pressure on both legs. We didn't see Javius Bond. He was day-to-day last week. We ended up not seeing him against Charlotte this past Saturday. So the question here was, hey, what's the update on Javius Bond? Here was his answer. Javius is close. Um, you know, he, uh, he he ran yesterday, um, hoping to have him uh, back quickly. Uh, but uh, that's just kind of where we are with him. All right, there's an update on Javius Pond. The next question is, is how do you handle the O-line at practice? We've seen a lot of uh, you know, different lineups with this Pirate O-line. So Mike Houston was asked, uh, how do you handle uh, the O-line when it comes to practice? Well, you know, we, you, when we go to the competition periods, you're going to have you know, two different lineups. Uh, and within those lineups, uh, you may shuffle guys, you know, for, you know, between ones and twos. And, you know, I said at the beginning of the year, you know, ideally we want to play, you know, probably eight guys on the offensive line. And, 
you know, we've just struggled to have enough guys playing at a consistent level uh, in practice to go out on uh, go out on game day. Now that's we've started to have a couple of guys come on a little bit more here lately, and obviously we played uh, I think uh, eight eight offensive linemen on Saturday, uh, a couple of really young guys. Uh, you know, uh, a couple of players that maybe, uh, you know, weren't ready to go at the beginning of the year that, you know, are, are ready to go now. So, uh, you know, as with every position, you know, practice during the week really, you know, trumps everything. You know, uh, the players go out there and they compete and we're going to, you know, put the players on the field to give us the best chance to be successful. And certainly there were some positive things that we saw with, uh, you know, some of the guys that came into the lineup on Saturday. Uh, that gave us, uh, you know, a, a chance there in the second half, uh, and then you know some of the guys that maybe had struggles in the first half are very motivated to get things corrected this week. So I think there'll be good competition. All right, there's Mike Houston, and the next question here is talk, talk about the quarterback play. We still see both quarterbacks and Alex Flynn, Mason Garcia. Um, we've seen them both start. We've seen them both come in in, in different situations of the ball game. And Mike Houston was asked, uh, you, know, you know, talk about the, the quarterback play so far this year, including the, the last game against Charlotte. Well, you know, as I've said, you know, for the last couple of weeks, uh, you know, really I, I, I want to see us play with more consistency. Uh, and I think that's the key for those two guys. And, uh, you know, both of them have uh, some strengths uh, and both of them have some things they need to improve on. And so, you know, what we're trying to do is, is to continue to help them to come along and, and take advantage of their strengths uh, and to uh, continue to learn from their experiences. And so, you know, look forward to a great week of practice with those guys this week. All right, final question uh, asked to Mike Houston, and I think this was a really good question, and it was asked by our very own Clip Rock. Uh, Mike Houston was asked, how tough is it in recruiting when you're going through a rough season like this? And this is what Mike Houston had to say. Well, you know, we continue to talk to recruits about the things that we uh, uh, we sell in East Carolina University, and you know, the first thing is the passionate fan base that we have, and, and we're very fortunate. Uh, you know, last Saturday was another great uh, uh, representative of that, uh, in that uh, football is important here, and uh, you know, certainly uh, we're very transparent with you know, this is not uh, you know where we expect the program to be at from a one loss uh, level, but at the same time, uh, you know, we do expect to be high competitive week in and week out um, you know the thing is most of these recruits have been here the past couple of years uh, most of them we've been recruiting for a while uh, so they've you know they've seen the postseason play they've seen winning at a high level uh, and they know what uh, you know what potential here there is at East Carolina so uh, you know those are the things that uh, we really hang our hat on is you know what traditionally you know through over time East Carolina has been all right, there is comments from Mike Houston from yesterday's comment or from yesterday's press conference. You'll hear more from him and also Donnie, Donnie Carpatrick, the offensive coordinator for the Pirates, and Blake Harrell, the defensive coordinator for your ECU Pirates. As uh, Clip Brock, Jenny Shelton, and the big dog Glenn Griffin are out at the weekly press conference there right now. So stay tuned to at PR nine two seven FM uh, on social media to hear those comments later on this afternoon and tomorrow. Uh, Wes. Do we have one more timeout to take? Yes, we do. All right, one timeout. Let's take that timeout. And when we return, 
I want to get Wes's thoughts on East Carolina football. What is the reason why ECU is struggling this year? What can the Pirates do to get their first conference win on Saturday? And then I also want to get Wes's prediction for ECU versus UTSA on Saturday. All right. Does that sound good? Yeah, we'll try it. All right, let's do that when we return. So stay tuned. We'll be right back right after this. guys do in Las Vegas on television? You ever thought about having one of these aquariums in your business? It's more affordable than you think. This is Hal Pruitt with rentafishtank.com. We can make having an aquarium in your business turnkey with no work, cleaning, or hassles for you. Rentafishtank.com creates a relaxing atmosphere and keeps children occupied. Rentafishtank.com already services many dental, pediatric, and doctor offices, plus hospitals and senior living centers. Check us out at rentafishtank.com. This is Ryan McChrystal from ECU Baseball, and you're listening to Pirate Radio, the voice of the Pirate Nation. You're listening to Hour 3 of Pirate Radio Live. This hour of PRL is brought to you by Bud Light. Reminding Pirate fans to stay in the game and drink responsibly. Bud Light, the official beer of the ECU Pirates and proudly distributed by Carolina Eagle Distributing since 1989. Now, back to the show. Welcome back to the show. Jersey Mike's, order Jersey Mike's subs on the mobile app and get delivery right to your home. Or save time and order ahead to skip the line to pick up from your nearest Jersey Mike's sub location. Jersey Mike's a sub above. Now back in the studio with your host, Chandler Honeycutt. Ending the show with some Creed. Can you turn? There you go. Oh, man. All right. Time to wrap up the show. But before we do, and we got to do it quick because we have two minutes before the show ends. I got three questions for you, Wes. Okay. First question. What's wrong with ECU football? Diagnose what's wrong. They're asleep. They're asleep. They're they're asleep. They they, they do not um, comprehend what football is. They wow. They they uh, have lost um, the mindset of what ECU football means to this community. Okay. I I I kind of agree with that. So that means that um, they need to wake up and, or, or or get out. Wake up or get out. So. The answer to question number one is they're asleep. They don't comprehend. They don't know football, and they don't comprehend how much ECU football means to this community. Correct. And, uh, question number two: What can East Carolina do this weekend against UTSA to get a win, to get their first conference win, and move to two and six overall? What can they do? They got to play better football. They they've got yep. they, they've actually got to wake up and um, and and envision. That um, that the boneyard is in front of them. Well, not this weekend. I don't care. You can do that. You can do that there. You can actually, um, whoever's in the stands, think about it as being ECU fans in that stands and not um, the uh, uh, San Antonio. All right. So step one, wake up. Step two, play better football. All right. Question number three. Yeah. Your prediction for ECU versus UTSA now? It's 22 to, um, to 17 ECU. Wow. 
you heard it here folks 22 17 a victorious edition of the u.s cellular fifth quarter calling show coming your way this saturday roughly around 7 30 8 o'clock at 11.30 on Saturday, it's the Bud Light pregame tailgate. And did you think it ended there? Nah, it ain't ending there. It's going to be during the show, the Celsius Watch Party with Clip Brock, Jason Nichols, and Big Bryce Williams. So all of that content coming your way on Pirate Radio on Saturday. And it's time to put a bow on the show. We want to thank all of our great guests today. As we started with Ken Wallington from Channel 9. Also had the big rig, Gavin Williams, talking about his first year in the major leagues. We had some current Pirates, Jake Hunter, Wyatt Lunsford-Sinkman, talking about ECU fall balls. They draw near. Uh, I believe the Purple Gold World Series is coming up in maybe just a week or two. So talk to those guys. And then we also had Patrick. Mason from the Daily Reflector. He'll be up there or down there, I should say, in San Antonio with me. Uh, that will do it for today's show. Um, from Joey uh, and Wes, great job, man. Great job the past Thank couple you. of days. Thank you. Uh, uh, an unfortunate situation and an unfortunate reason why you're here, but we're glad that you were able to be here and kind of cover for Shirley. She'll be back tomorrow, but Wes, just wanted to say a good job. Thank you, sir. Thank you. Uh, Alright, that will do it for today's show. Join us tomorrow at 3 o'clock for a Thursday edition of Pirate Radio Live. For Joey, for Wes, I'm Chandler Honeycutt. Voice, take us home. Have a great night, Eastern Carolina. Thanks for listening to Pirate Radio Live, an exclusive presentation of the voice of the Pirate Nation.